welcome to the What the Fuck is Happening in the WWE podcast, where we discuss what the fuck is happening in the WWE. Brian, what the fuck is happening in the WWE? Seriously, I thought you were going to go a different angle and say, what the fuck is going on with this podcast because we've had another mini hiatus. That's and fine, like, Christmas and New Year break, fucking, it's all good. Fucking curveball is, what the fuck's going on with WWE? Uh, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Seriously, it's been through so booking this shit. <laughs> There's that many fucking swerves over the last few months. I, I I don't even know anymore. I'm expecting somebody to come out and say, "Oh yeah, this this is a shoot." No, it's not. It's a work. Yeah, yeah. So the last time we recorded, the WWE was in good hands. Triple H, Steph McMahon at the uh, at the helm, Nick Corner as well, of course. Um, and that's where we left it. We kind of thought, well, there's not going to be much changing. Oh, well. Here we are coming back from our hiatus, Christmas and New Year break. Uh, happy 2023 to everybody out there. Oh, yeah. Happy and, New Year. <laughs> and, yeah, we uh, now discover that Vince is now back in the company, uh, even though there's still a little bit of um, yeah controversy surrounding him. And we found out approximately 43 minutes ago that Stephanie McMahon has res- resigned from her position, initially taking leave and taking the opportunity to completely resign from the WWE board, saying that she's going to um, cheer on the WWE from the other side of the entertainment business, as she did when she was a little girl. Yeah. I don't even know where to fucking start. <laughs> I mean, I did say to you uh, when you sent me the screenshot, but I hadn't checked Twitter for a while. I'd been quite busy tonight. I hadn't bothered checking anything or anything like that. And I got this message from you. It's like, oh, this is a statement from Steph, yada, yada, yada. The first thing I said to you was, well, I expected her to to resign at some point anyway. Like, she'd already taken a leave of absence before uh, all the allegations came out and all that. And she took the opportunity, of course, just to steady the shit whatever you want to call it and yeah I, I I never expected it to be there long term but reading the reading the text it just seems like yeah she found her position untenable and decided yep yeah, fuck this I'm gone that, uh, yeah it's we all knew WWE likes to be a bit of a soap opera sometimes but this is just ridiculous at this point yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm I was just no fucking words. The last couple of days has been an absolute fucking barnstorm there. Like, yeah, who fucking knows what's coming next? I, I, I honestly expect fucking Triple H to say, yeah, I'm fucking out at this point. Uh, Me as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just keep, keep, keep it interesting, I suppose. Would, um, so they say that the, um, the stock price in the WWE actually jumps like above 10% more when Vince was uh, rumoured to be returning and then officially made it official that he was returning. Um, do you think that like if Triple H did leave the company that that would have a, that would see a growth or a decline in the share market value? Um, I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on the stock market yeah. or anything like that. Um, the one thing I do know is that the the stock rose when Vince turned because he'd already pre-announced that 
it, he has an intention to sell the company. So when you put it out there that you are intending to sell the company and then you promote yourself or whatever to a higher position to facilitate that sale, of course the stock price is going to shoot. That's 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 how it always works. Um, I haven't checked any news to see if Steph's resignation has affected the stock um, to really come to any conclusion on that. I, 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 again, like, I, I don't know anything about stocks, so... I think the, I think the bell will have rang by now, wouldn't it? So that's yeah. probably the reason why she's released a statement now uh, at the close of the business. And when it opens tomorrow morning, that's when we'll know how much the share price has skyrocketed or declined. Um, I guess we'll we'll find that out tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> but you'd think in any sane world that if it was solely predicated on the company doing well and the right people being in tar- charge and the product being much better um, under the helm of different people for somebody like Triple H to resign potentially um, which I don't, I don't think will happen to be honest I, no, I, 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 I don't club. and I hope not <laughs> yeah um, but it did surprise me As you, what you're saying actually makes logical sense to be fair you, you know they are positioning to sell the company and apparently uh, alongside this statement Kenny McIntosh uh, stated that Vince plans to have the company completely sold by 2024 so they've got a good 12 months to to, to get it done essentially um, there was a rumour flying around I say rumour it's conjecture um, that that Vince may take it back private and buy the entire thing himself with investors that he trusts and that he knows and uh, that he doesn't want to let go of his baby whatsoever The uh, that's obviously based on what we as outsiders know of Vince McMahon and his personality, ego, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's certainly an option, but if you're a was a seven billion dollar company and you're looking to sell it, let's 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 put this in in layman's terms here. Manchester United are up for sale for seven billion. Uh, if the WWE are up for sale for seven billion, you know, at 77, 78 years old, whatever he is now. I think you'd take the money and run, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, go and exactly. enjoy the remainder of your life instead of being sat behind the desk of uh, of a company where you're, you're essentially babysitting 120 different people and stopping them all squabbling. Mm. Doesn't yeah, sound I, like my dream. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it probably sounds more like your dream and my dream and probably 99% of the world's dream, but this is Vincent Kennedy, my man. Like he he's always had a stranglehold on that company, and I don't think retirement will be on the cards. I think if he's going to sell the company as planned, he's going to want some kind of position on the board in some way, shape or form. Even if it's just like a a very very minor role, it it, it could just simply be broadcasting rights that he heads up, which is what he's doing as part of his job now. Um, it, it could just be, oh, fuck it, I'll work in catering, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. He'll want some kind of role, and that will have to be in the sale. He doesn't do retirement. He doesn't do days off. He doesn't even do holidays. We, we've known this for years. <laughs> to a large degree, he doesn't even sleep. He don't do mm. sleep. Like, 
this guy is not the traditional human being. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's always been said you'd have to prize the company from his cold, dead hands, and that's still very much true to a degree. He'd probably just have like some kind of like maybe a pinky finger holding it. Yeah, you know, again, just a small little grip on the company. We're going through the kind of people that can actually afford to buy uh, the company itself. If you were looking at investment funds, which obviously you are, you're not looking at just one person to buy an entire company for seven billion. No, you want a consortium of people. Yeah, the same with Manchester United. It's never just going to be one person. The guy who, uh, the former F1 boss, I forget his name now. he was looking to go in as part of a team of four investors, you know, to buy that company. Even though he could, pro- he could potentially buy it himself, um, but it's just simply not. It's it's a massive, massive gamble at that price. Now, the the lists of companies that could buy the company, obviously Disney get thrown in there straight away. Your yeah. Amazons are another one because. Again, broadcast rights mean a hell of a lot to Amazon because they want to dip their toe into that pool as they have done with football over here and tennis. I think to, I think to, a lot of tennis is like exclusively shown on Amazon now. Yeah. Um, the one that gets overlooked is NBC. I mean, yeah. they, they did buy the, the, the US portion of the network mm. for, for obviously for Peacock. Yeah. And they've got a long, long historic association with WWE from the USA Network. Like, it, it, I wouldn't say it's off the cards, NBC looking at the WWE and making it their own, making it as part of their, their television television structure, like in the same way Turner and WCW. Yeah. I mean, just as like a, a, as a side venture, things like that. But again, it comes with, comes with major risks as well. It's like, what if there is some kind of merger that could force WWE out of business if they don't want it on TV? I mean, that's a major risk as well. Like, it really it really depends on what, how much NBC value the WWE, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not saying, it, I'm not saying yeah or nay on them. I just think that their name is in the hats. Yeah, uh, to put it into context as well, a quick Google tells me that NBC Universal is worth $35 billion. So to add something like the WWE to that portfolio just just makes that you know a, a, a huge conglomerate of, of media in the United States. Boost on the stock market as well. Their stock market value gets boosted by an acquisition of something like the WWE. Of course, yeah. I know that much about stocks. I don't know a lot, but I know a little bit. Yeah, um, th- I think there's. I think there's. I do think there's more benefits to being owned by an entertainment company or a TV company like NBC. It's it's hard to come. It's hard to call NBC a TV company because NBC Universal and Universal do a lot of movies and stuff. So yeah, it is. It is difficult to 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 sort of put them into that category that'd be like saying disney's only cartoons it's just like it's no very, it's bullshit yeah it's quite one-dimensional yeah then them companies of course because they're entertainment and because they have their own streaming platforms channels it makes sense for the wwe to kind of want uh, for them want to want 
the WWE in their portfolio. Also, um, it needs to be mentioned that Universal, NBC Universal, sorry, and Disney, they do have a long-standing rivalry. Uh, yeah. It, not not like a, a fierce like ratings rivalry or anything like that. Nothing of the sort. It's just that they're both entertainments, you know, conglomerates. Uh, con- I can't even speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, uh, it's like you know Disney have a theme park, Universal have a theme park, you know it's they they, they do have these these things they just they, these little rivalry this this little rivalry sorry not these little rivalries but they do have this kind of rivalry and you know you throw Disney's name into that that say they they decide yeah we're gonna we're gonna bid for WWE NBC and more likely. Again, with the relationship that they have with WWE, are going to be like, well, we're going to bid for WWE as well. Yeah, like try and one up them, not just for for the aspiration of owning the WWE. It's just for what it will do for their business. Yeah, totally. There is one other player on the field, and it's not a company. It's a person who's spending his dad's money, and he has his own wrestling company. <laughs> <laughs> And we have to mention him <laughs> because, well, Senior Khan can afford to buy the WWE outright, like by himself. Again, you're not going to do that. You're going to be a, 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 a majority shareholder, so you might stump up, you know, maybe a billion of your own money, and then go to the bank, get the other billion and a half, and then go in with a bunch of investors who all get, you know, ten, fifteen percent of the company, but you retain. The majority share, and you can essentially make this Tony Khan's little plaything, and he can do whatever he wants. Now, <laughs> this isn't um, beyond the realms of possibility, but would you say unlikely? Would you say likely? Would you? Do you think he'd be interested? I'm gonna say highly unlikely. I mean, yeah. it, it, it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past like. The Khan's actually considering it at the very least, but I mean, if you've got the money, you've got to consider it, haven't you? Yeah, of course. But yeah. Vince McMahon ain't gonna sell to the Khan's. No, you know, no. It, it's it's like him selling it, selling it to Ted Turner. Not gonna happen. Even if the if the rivalry or far rivalry, the lack of a rivalry, whatever you you know, it regardless of how strong or or how weak that rivalry is, Vince McMahon is not going to sell it to a rival like that. You know, I, in the same in the same breath, I don't think he would sell it to Dana White, or whoever owns UFC these days, because I think Dana White sold up a large proportion of his state, didn't he? I'm I not really a big have, UFC yeah. fan, so I don't really know. It's just some things yeah. I've like, picked up on over the years. But yeah, it'd be like him selling it to, to them. It's like, just it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there was one theory. Um, Tony Khan buys WWE, renames it WCW, and it just essentially destroys the fucking thing. I mean, you wouldn't destroy it because it's worth so much fucking money. It's a fucking, it's an enterprise. Yeah, you, you just know. rebrand. Yeah, um, but to rename it WCW just in just in spite of Vince McMahon, I, I, I was all for it, so I'm okay yeah. with it. Um, yeah, despite Vince McMahon only, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any issues with, well, most of the people in the WWE. Uh, I don't really have issues with Steph or Shane or, or even Triple H for that matter. Like, I mean, I mean, but 
Vince and let's be honest, Linda as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just despite them two particularly. Mm. Yeah, I'd be all fucking for that. But yeah, pro- definitely not happening. No. Uh, I mean, I've been having a lot of fun with this since since the rumours of Vince wanting to come back to oh, three I'm days booking. <laughs> with um, no, no, not even that. Just just the whole news, like the the news of the past, whatever it's been, week, two weeks, um, from Vince, you know, being rumoured to coming back three days later, issuing a statement saying he is coming back. Who was coming back? Two people leaving. He needed to be voted. Three votes on the board, and he was back. Um, those votes did take place and now he's back in control of of the company sometimes i genuinely believe in reap what you saw and th- i mean we we talked about this i i i knew with no uncertainty that the guy was fucking coming back at some point yeah we all it was going to be all swept under the carpet you know mr fucking uh lawyer man i forgot his fucking name now and i shouldn't um uh jerry mcdevitt that's the one he plucks something out of the chicken's ass and you know, lo and behold, squeaky clean Vince McMahon once again just sulches down that entrance way with a grin the size of the fucking universe on his face, and, smug and, as you like. And and let's not like uh, be under a false pretense here. When you say swept under the rug, you don't mean uh, the allegations completely swept under the rug. You mean it in the WWE swept under swept under the rug. Mm. In terms of like. Um, ongoing allegations and the uh, and potential lawsuits and and whatever, those aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And in fact, with Vince McMahon returning, I expect more people to come out and say, "Yeah, he he did the same with me." Because yeah. it's 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 been what I don't know. It's it's been six seven months since yeah. the first allegation came out. Yeah, I think it was and, June, it? and it. And it and it were like 14 people that came out with something like that. I don't know. can't remember. I might be plucking that number out of the air somewhere and just getting it a bit misconstrued with another statistic in this ever never-ending bloody yeah. state it, of affairs. <laughs> one person is more is, is one more person than we want. Let's yes. put it that way. So if yes. it's one or 14, the fact of the matter is something's come out. Yeah, and and There's obviously credence to something. And there's going to be more people coming out. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it makes him returning to the ring makes him look like he's gotten away with it. And if the victims are re- the, vi- the the silent potential victims, but we know there's more. We know there's more. It's Vince fucking McMahon, but <laughs> th- those those silent victims who haven't spoken up and have just been kind of like cheering on from the sidelines with the other other victims coming out speaking out and suing Vince McMahon. They're more likely to go. No, fuck this. We have to speak up now. Yeah, because I agree. Otherwise, the longer this goes on, the 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 more it's going to get swept under the rug, and then eventually, uh, Jerry McDevitt is going to find some kind of fucking way of sweeping the whole, uh, the rest of the allegations or the rest of the fucking lawsuits or anything under the rug, one way or another. He'll find a way because as time goes on. And the more power he gets, the more likely the the allegations are going to d- dissipate. Mm. I mean, you don't really need to look at Donald Trump becoming pre- uh, president of the United States and what happened there. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, a, a, lot of the, a lot of those allegations just disappeared. Yeah. They find a way, these fucking billionaires. Of course they, they do. They fucking find a way, and it usually comes down to a paycheck. Yeah. And I think I think it speaks volumes as well that as soon as this rumour broke, before he even put the statement out that he was coming back, that there's so many people in the company who said, no, we don't want him back. And there was a few that actually turned around and said, if he comes back, I'm going. That speaks volumes to Stephanie me. Stephanie McMahon. That's the start. Is is that the yes. that's the first domino? Yes. Now we all know that uh, Stephanie McMahon and Vince they don't have the best relationship. Like it was people would just think, oh yeah, they're very close. She's daddy's little girl and all this kind of thing. That that's just a fucking. Pers- it's a persona. Yeah. He wanted to have a storyline where he impregnated her and fathered her child. Mm-hmm. That doesn't say they've got a very good relationship. To me, you know, they've ha- he's bit better up on TV. Like, th- there's there's no way after everything that they've gone through and all these allegations on top of that that they have a good relationship. Of course they fucking don't. And now that she's resigned, outrightly resigned from the WWE, not taking a leave of absence like she originally planned to, but actually full on resigned, no role, no 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 more involvement whatsoever. I'm done. I'm done. I'm gone. Bye bye. Yeah, they don't have a good relationship. And it yeah. took a day after... What, a day or two days after me returning yep. for her to leave? Yep. Yep. And if anything, that's probably going to justify potentially Triple H leaving if he does as well. I don't think it's going to happen, but I can understand him standing by his wife. But he loves that company. He loves the business. And he wants to run that company as well. Like even if it means the company gets sold on and he ends up becoming the CEO of the company. Like, he wants to run that company. There's, if there's one thing you can say about Triple H, he loves professional wrestling. It's his, if there's anything that he loves above Stephanie McMahon, it's wrestling. And he's, you know, he's he's not going anywhere. I doubt he's going anywhere. Well, the main thing to remember here is that he has to go home at some point and he has to hear what Steph's got to say. <laughs> so <laughs> you can yeah, you can pick one or the other and if you wish to be married to the business, then you're gonna turn out like Vince McMahon, really. Well I should hope not. <laughs> yeah, well and you wouldn't want to have such a fractured relationship with your children as Vince clearly has with Steph and Shane as oh, well. Yeah. Because Fucking that doesn't hell. look like it's um like he has nothing to do with the WWE anymore, does he, Shane? And oh no, he got fired last year. It's almost as if you know he, he's like he's happy to be uh, out of the picture. So, is that the kind of person you want to be at seventy-seven years old? I mean, that's something Triple H probably asks. But the thing is, he can ring out. He can ring in the changes as well, um, or at least he, he could before Vince came back to make the place a better place. Um, I mean, I have to say that that he did. I mean, I don't know if he signed off on it or not, but um, they did bring Ric Flair back, and he did have his own documentary, and he's had a big payday from the WWE again. You know, after all that's been said and done about Ric, um, something else that's just conveniently being swept under the carpet, even though he has alluded to it a couple of times on his podcast, saying it's bullshit. Obviously, the allegations of the plane ride and stuff like that. Um, but, but he's going to say that regardless <laughs> completely skated around it in the documentary 
completely ignored the fact that uh, he went to TNA. Like in that documentary, he retired against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Fuck's they completely sake. overlooked like the past fucking eight, eight, how long? Eight, nine years of his like, apart from the heart attack, um, the past nine years of his life uh, just haven't happened. And that's um, the narrative. That's the old WWE is, narrative. Of, it's such a weird narrative. Ric Flair retired and he went away forever. Of course he fucking didn't. He's like Vincent Man. Like he's not going to be gone from the business whatsoever. Yeah. But that's the revisionist nature of the WWE once again. So, you know, we, we, were, we, we were complaining or um, being critical of it when Vince was there. Vince wasn't there when this documentary was filmed. you got to remember, a lot of the same people are still there, though. And Kevin, Do- and Kevin Dunn is producer of that company. That's right? exactly Against it. all odds, they, uh, Kevin Dunn, still there. I thought he would have been out of there, but no, he's still their, their main producer. And yeah. it's people like him and fucking Bruce Pritchard and whoever else. These old guys, they're going to be heading up this kind of thing. It's like it, it. it would be unfair to say, yeah, this was Steph, this was Nick, this was this was Triple H. It's like it's probably more just a case of they've got a separate subsidiary, you know, a, a little like the the media subsidiary, the little media company, the media part of it. Um, I think I think it's still alive. WWE Studios. I think I don't. I would have thought so. They, yeah, they don't make films no more. It seems, no. but that that subsidiary will still be there somewhere some form even if it's not called WWE uh, WWE Studios anymore but that's going to be still there and the people that are going to be more directly involved in that are the Kevin Dunn's and the Bruce Pritchard's the people that have done a lot of the media work for WWE the difference is here Vincent Mann's just not going to be calling them and shouting orders down and I don't think that is I don't don't really know a lot about Nick Khan but I don't think he would there's just something that says to me that Nick Khan probably isn't that kind of guy that say, yeah, we have to rewrite the history. Uh, Steph Huddersdorf, I think, really would have any direct involvement. And Triple H is Triple H. He's, he's more than happy to stay on the wrestling side of it and, and not out else. So, I mean, the thing is, it's 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 Triple H's mate, isn't it? Yeah, there and is that as well. Once again, Rick said on the podcast that Triple H was really good to him and, you know... They, they offered him a documentary and blah 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 so again it, it this has been my issue all along that you know one rotten apple rots all the apples yeah there is and you that. can take Vince out of the bucket but ultimately the whole thing is rotten to the core and the the sooner people realise this and stop fucking watching the thing with rose tinted glasses on you need to know what you're watching yeah, you need to know it. what this company and its foundations are based on, and the people that are still in that company, you know, it's 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 a there's a, there's a there's a moral um, there's a moral issue here, and you know, it, it, it's all well and good, you know. Obviously, we do it on Nitro. You know, for an hour and a half, we'll watch Nitro. We'll leave everything to the side of, of things like Chris Benoit. And you know Kevin Sullivan and woman and, and and all that sort of stuff. Shouldn't call a woman. Should call her Nancy. But you 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 go into that knowing what they've done, but just leave it to the side so we can concentrate on the product. Yes, absolutely do that with the WWE as well. No problem with that. But realize once you switch that TV program off again, that there are 
serious problems in that company and even on the TV screen at times. And this has been brewing for a long, 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 long time. I've yeah. always said the reason why I was a WCW fan is because they, well, until the Nitro Girls came along, and that was a Kimberly Page idea anyway, uh, they didn't objectify women. It never happened. No. The WWF were doing it for, since the beginning of the Attitude Era, which everybody fucking reveres. Um, and Vince okayed all that. And Vince put himself in the middle of a lot fucking of that. Okay, it, it was him. You fucking loved that shit. Yeah, and the fact that he's now under investigation for you know the kinds of things that he's being accused of, uh, it, it speaks volumes. It's like uh, somebody said to me on Twitter that a couple of days ago we couldn't have known. It's like uh, you've been what you it's been happening of? right in front of your eyes since nineteen ninety seven. We all fucking know what Vince was like, and people just seem to think like, oh yeah, well the end of the attitude attitude era, it went away. No, it fucking didn't. It was a good bloody six or seven years after that they were still doing the same shit. Yep. In fact, you could argue they got even worse. Well, I mean, think about it. You know, WrestleMania uh, seventeen, which which we love. Yeah, that was the pinnacle of Vince, Trish, Linda. You know that that was the fucking high. That 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 was the 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 that was where it, that was the payoff. That was fucking real. A lot of it, in <laughs> in many ways, when you think about it, it was fucking real. And she, Trish Stratus, is the one voice that has been silent that I am really, really fucking like. I just really wish she'd come out and say something, but I don't know if she just she just doesn't want to jeopardize her relationship with WWE, especially now with Vince McMahon being back in there. I, I don't think that she really wants to jeopardise that. But well, this is this is she, something else. She was forced on TV to strip down into her into her underwear, go on one uh, go on all fours and bark like a dog for Vince McMahon's benefit. Hmm. And people who can argue and rationalise it, saying, "Oh, it was a storyline." Even as a storyline, that's fucking gross. But that was Vince McMahon quite literally getting off on TV. Yeah, the not not the character, the man. The human fucking being. The dirty, fucking, disgusting, decrepit, senile pervert Vince McMahon. Not yeah. the character Vince, uh, Mr. McMahon. You know, this, this, you know, I, she is the one person that really should be coming out and saying, like, you know what, this is the shit that he did to me. You know, regardless of that fucking payoff in the storyline, that was happened to her, not the character, to her. She, yeah. I know she's acknowledged it in the past and saying like, yeah, it was gross, but it got me a career. Well, you know what? It's 2023 now. Like, yes, you had yeah. a career. You had a very good career and you've got a legacy. You're a WWE Hall of Famer. Not that it means anything really, but you are you are that and you are heavily revered and you will, long, you will forever be revered by wrestling fans for what you did. That's not going to go away if your relationship with WWE breaks because you spoke out against this fucking perverted old cunt. You know, it's you can say it was wrong and leave it at that. He mm -hmm. did this to me and it was disgusting. You don't have to justify it by saying you had a career. We know it did. We know you we know you did as on the back of that. And that's all well and good. The point is you shouldn't have had a career on the back of that. You should have had a career on the basis that you are good at your job. Yep. And you are passionate for the wrestling business. 
You know, that's all it should come down to. And you can say the same for the likes of Sable. And, you know, I, I mean, she's got her own fucking issues and she probably, you know, in 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 a in a world of justice, she will be fucking in jail by now. Sonny, she's another one. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's got dirt on Vincent, man. This is uh, this is something that when um, when the allegations first came out, this is something that really irritated me. And obviously, I listen to a lot of those podcasts, and it is just embarrassing to hear them all praise Vince, say you know, I don't believe these allegations, blah blah blah. That's okay, personal opinion. You don't believe them, whatever. Um, but ultimately, one, I don't think you should really when you're in a position of significance and you've got I think what I heard last week was there's 81,000 people listen to Kevin Nash's podcast right every week and you're that's that's you you're in a you're in a position of significance there that's the 80,000 people are listening to you okay and you turn around and say yeah I don't believe the allegations I'm not saying that that's what Kevin Nash said Kevin Nash said Vince uh you know Vince gave me a lot I'm very thankful to Vince blah 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 I don't I don't actually recall him saying um, he didn't believe the victims I don't think anybody said that uh, but they all sided with Vince in one way or another now yeah. you, can, you can thank you for giving him the job but you should be like let the let, let the courts decide let the or, or what let have the, you you know yes. however you want to put it you can say I'm thankful yeah. they gave me a job but you know we we need to let we need to let this take its take its course before Absolutely. we make we make a verdict on our own, you know. And yes, again, I've not heard and I, I don't listen to a lot of these ex wrestlers podcasts anymore, you know. To be honest with you, apart from William Regal's, and I don't even know what William, William Regal even said on the allegations. To be honest with you, I can't he recall. He didn't mention it at all. Yeah, and you know, and and that's probably not. That's more William Regal just not wanting to go into something that is a controversial thing. Not yep. because like he wants to shy away from it or like that. You know, it's more a case of it's none of his business and yeah. he doesn't feel like it's fitting to talk about it on the podcast because it's none of his business. He's basically not taking a stance and I respect people that do that. But if you're gonna take a stance, don't take a stance on on the side of Vince McMahon, even if you do it backhandedly or you know just don't take the stance Mick Foley did it Mick Foley did it Mick Foley said like we don't have the best relationship we've never had the best relationship and I'm I'm, I'm not saying this for Bairton by the way you know it's not a direct quote but he would just he acknowledged that they didn't have the best relationship but at the end of the day he gave him a job and he thanked him for it never said anything about the allegations now that's yeah. the one that was disappointed that's that's what disappointed me the most Mick Foley He's the one that disappointed me the most. He has a long association with Rain. Now, Rain is a it's a charity in in the in the states. It might be North America itself. I don't really know. Where it basically deals with uh, victims of rape and domestic domestic abuse and sexual harassment and all that kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, wouldn't you at least say, you know, we need to let the you know the, these allegations have to be taken seriously? Just say something like that. Yeah, you know you're more of a wordsmith than me, Mick. I'm pretty sure you would have been able to find a way of making it known that 
Vince McMahon is, a dirt, you know, he's a dirty human being, or even if you don't believe that yourself, you, you can at least acknowledge that he's got these allegations or, uh, against him, and they need to be looked into. Yeah. And until there is a verdict, do not side with the the accused. Just don't. Yeah, it can. It, it leaves you open to having a lot of egg on your face if yes. he does indeed get found guilty, yep. and if he served jail time, even worse. Because ultimately, that's that's your. I mean, they don't really have careers anymore, but it's your reputation. Then, you know, you've sided with the guy, uh, and those quotes are on the internet forever. Yeah, like they ain't going away. If this was nineteen ninety five, it'd be a different kettle of fish. You know. You, the chances of finding a newspaper cut out article from 1995 are very slim but now in the technological age that we're in everything everything is at the click of a button everything yeah um, yeah it's it's frustrating but ultimately they never bad him because ultimately there's one more payday up there in uh, Connecticut yeah and I think that's that's ultimately what they're driven by and I think that's that's wrestling and that's wrestlers as much as and again, I, I, I fucking, without you know, without gushing over him, I, I adore Kevin Nash. I, I, I completely disagree with him about guns, but everything else that he talks about, I, I relate to significantly. I relate to him more than I relate to Sting, and Sting's my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Um, primarily because Sting's like complete god squad. And there's a, you know, there's a, there's a couple of uh, a couple of issues I have with the Bible, uh, <laughs> the lack of dinosaurs being one of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yes, I love Jurassic Park as well. So there you go. Um, but Kevin Nash, he's 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 a different he's a different cat altogether. But even he, as you said, they're like even he's let me down by by you know holding Vince on a pedestal and saying you know. He, all this just 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 gushing over him essentially um again say you know what he gave me the world title as diesel and we had a good run and uh i've made a shitload of money and i've got to thank vince for making me this money but ultimately i i would be staying well out of anything else that there is to talk about when it comes to vince mcmahon i mean that that's also disappointing again it's like uh nash is a fucking he's a democrat as well he's not not a republican he's mm. he, he's very democratic and he's very pro women yes and uh, yeah exactly very pro women and yes he does have the 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 views that aren't quite democratic you know again his his views on guns uh there were one uh, a comment that he made on ddp's instagram last week and I, I did feel sorry for him because he got in a lot of grief from other people, from from readers of it, who clearly don't think what he's just gone through, like losing his son and just Christmas has just gone by. First yeah. Christmas without his his son, yeah, which is literally what two months after his son died, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he's had to face the holidays without his son. He was not in a good place. The DDP had had. Um, made this poll on Instagram it's all hypothetical saying who should have beat Goldberg who should have ended uh, Goldberg Street and Kevin Nash was like who the fuck cares about that you know why can we not talk about something serious like the uh, like the border you know the border issues why don't we talk about that it's wrestling who fucking care, who cares and it's like okay right so it's, you're bringing politics into it which is kind of like again it's like you 
I, I don't really like people that do that in general and you are going to get people that are like that side with you politically that are going to be disappointing you for bringing up that issue regardless of it being an issue or not like you 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 are going to turn people away but he got so abused for bringing that up saying that he, he was well out of order for having a go you know because it's just a hyper and he was but again he's going through some stuff yeah. he really is yeah but Two this, this gushing of Vince McMahon inexcusable because this happened long before he lost his son this isn't a case of just holding the people you love closely type situation because you've lost somebody it, that you you, you you know you lost your son like that there's nothing there's nothing worse a father can go through than that yeah you know but you know it's like it it's inexcusable it is absolutely inexcusable to hold Vince McMahon in such a high regard just because he helped you make a, a shit ton of money yeah yeah those you know the, the women that he's um alleged to have abused and and potentially have abused live with this for the rest of their life if if they do continue to live through their life there's there's many women out there that that you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and and they decide to 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 you know they they might pass on of their own accord um this is the re- this is the reason why uh things should be taken very seriously and why he shouldn't be held uh, on a pedestal and should be held accountable. Yes. Until proven innocent, simply because these women are, are living with this. Like, like, death would be more preferable to me. I would rather die than live through the rest of my life knowing that I was abused, paid off, or attempted to have been paid off, and then have nobody believe me. And you sort of living your life in a shadow of you've had it all taken away from you by this guy, this powerful, rich guy who's just laughing on TV every week. Yeah. And I think at some point as well, every time you saw him laugh, you would think he was laughing at you. Yes. You think in that moment when he is laughing, he's thinking of you and he's laughing at your face and it at your expense. Yeah. And every guy out there should think like that. And this isn't us like fucking taking a stance and saying that oh yeah you can't enjoy the storylines that he was in or out like that. You can enjoy that. You can enjoy that, but you've got to realise that it is at the end of the day secondary. Yeah, it is secondary to the allegations. It's it's secondary to w- w- the things that have gone on. It's like again you bring up Chris Benoit, like you can enjoy his matches, but again yeah. His career will always be secondary because he murdered two people. Yeah. You know, regardless of the, you know, I don't even mention that he took his own life. He that that goes to show you that you know, and people can go CTE, brain of an eighty-year-old, yada yada yada, what have you. Like at the end of the day, he still murdered two people, and he couldn't live with that and killed himself. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he he's that that is the most tragic thing to have ever come from this business, and. It, his career, as much as I enjoy his career, it's always, always going to be secondary. Yeah, it's not tarnished; it's completely dented. Yes, it's just yeah. You absolutely. cannot, you cannot think about Chris Benoit without thinking of what he did. Yeah, you can't entertainment. Think, you That's can't the think thing. of Vince McMahon without thinking that he's got the, you know, these things hovering above his head. Yeah, 
that's the thing about entertainment. It's music, it's movies, wrestling, TV shows, the works, right? Whatever you watch, there is going to be somebody. There's the whole thing with Steven Tyler right now. There's the whole thing with uh, Axl Rose. There's all kinds of things coming out. There's, there was the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Um, there's the Marilyn Manson thing. You know, there is so much in the industry. And ultimately, you can enjoy um, the entertainment product for what it is. But you should never, ever, ever forget that the person behind it might not be as squeaky clean as they've portrayed themselves to be for God knows how many years. Yes. Um, that's ultimately that. That's my personal stance, and people won't agree with that. I, I'm I'm okay with that. That's you know each to their own and sort of thing. Um, there's people out there that that actually, you know, they've absolutely no problem with either or. There's there's people out there that are just like yeah yeah I still like Marilyn Manson and what because it's sort of a an in thing to 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 um, <laughs> I don't know like. I saw something a couple of weeks ago about Die Hard. Uh, is it a Christmas movie? And <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a, 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 a viral video on the Instagram from a couple who uh, they're really, really funny. To be fair, um, and they sat around the table and they're pretending that they're on a first date. And basically, she says, uh, "Are you one of those people that likes to argue that Die Hard's a, 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 a Christmas film uh, because you think it makes you look hip and cool and because you're." Uh, you're going against the system. Oh, it's a pineapple people... and pizza analogy, isn't it? It's kind of like, like you know, just like yeah, you just you're uh, saying it just to be controversial. Yeah, just having yeah. having a stance isn't a character trait, people. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> that. By the way, Hawaiian pizza is awesome. Um, yeah, and I, dis- I disagree. There we go. <laughs> you know, no fucking argument. No, just like you know, oh, how can you oh, not like it. pineapple and pizza? No, it's just kind of I. One person likes it, the other person doesn't. It's like, yeah. who gives a shit? I've joked about it. You know, oh yeah, pineapple don't belong. I've, I've done that in the past. I've joked it. I've just stopped joking about it because I, I kind of like wonder what people actually think of me. Just thinking like what I think of other people, like with a Die Hard as a Christmas movie or the opposite side type. Uh, you know, uh, the fact that I think, oh yeah, it's not it's not a character trait it's all it, it, in the same I, I i guess another example is halloween where people people go all out in terms of saying oh yeah it's the, it's the best holiday season and all this and it's like halloween's not a character trait either you can enjoy it who cares like it, but people make such a big deal about it being better than christmas or what have you in the fact that it, it just it consumes them yeah it consumes yeah. them and like yeah it's you know, if, if that's you, so be it, whatever. Like, you know, you do you. But I look at people like that and go, it's not a character. It's not a character. It's not a personality. Yeah. Like, me liking rock music isn't a personality. Me liking wrestling is not a personality. It's just what I'm into. It's simple as that. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte's fucking suck as well. Oh, by the way, yes, they do. I don't they like... are the worst coffee I've ever tasted. And I don't life. like pumpkin in general, so there you go. No. <laughs> I'd rather have pineapple on pizza than pumpkin on pizza. And I'm pretty sure some disgusting twat has done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably have, yeah. Straight after Halloween. Um, the only other thing I'm going to mention here now, uh, final yeah, thing. Because we're 48 minutes into this. And we of course, even... but that, that was going to happen with the news, you know. Um, and the, the fact that thing... we've not really spoken much about the WWE since our uh, return for our hiatus. We yeah. haven't really spoken much about the allegations or anything like that. Very true. Um 
Katie Piper. And uh, loose women. Yes, the uh, the the, the goth baby thing. Oh yeah, and the, yeah, she she's uh, she. I think she's like an Irish. Was she Irish? Is she Irish? She, no, I think no. she's English. Or she was in Ireland when it happened, but she got an acid attack, didn't she? Yes. Yeah, it's the same person. Yeah, I, I saw something about this earlier on today. Continue. Okay, so Beth told me about this a couple of weeks ago, and. Katie Piper appeared on Loose Women, which is a notoriously shit TV program in the oh, UK. Oh yes, uh, which is very. Um, what would the opposite of misogynistic be? Because misogynist mis- misogynism is a, is uh, directed towards females, isn't it? So it's like negativity directed towards females. It's, or is that just a general broad? It's generally broad, but it's more link to against women you can't okay. be you can't be a woman be misogynist against a against a man right so, so it's 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 completely the same it works both ways it's just not as common a way or taken serious as seriously the way and rightly yeah. so by the way but it should still be taken more serious than what it is yes so the uh... again it's like sexual harassment as well by the way because men do get sexual harassed as well yep and it can be from other women from women it can be from men I am one of those people by the way which goes back to what you were saying earlier I have to live with that for the rest of my life and the fact that people didn't believe me and still do not believe me you know that that changed me that changed me as well so again that further reinforces you've got to understand what these victims these potential victims are going through you have to trust their word on it basically you know, keep that in mind when you turn on WWE and and praise Vincent Man for having a, a really good show once in a, in a blue room, or or used to have a really good show, or what have you. Yeah, it's just a case of of thinking before you speak, or thinking before you type. Um, you've no excuse if you're putting it on Twitter or something like that, because you know you're going to proofread it, and you you it takes a lot longer to type something than it does to say something. Yep. So you've got to think about what you're typing. And yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, seeing as we, we, we don't have the word <laughs> to hand of what uh, a heavy bias against men would be, that is essentially the um, plot the, of this programme. And for those screaming feminism, it's like it's not that either. So don't, no, it's do not. not even start no. atting us and saying it's feminism. It's like, no, no, feminism... Is not what you think it is. And they've had male male guests on there yes. in the past, um, and they've been uh, uh, thirsty. Shall we? Shall we say that <laughs> they've been yes. thirsty over the male guests? Let's put it that way. Um, oh, so anyway. that's what the term "loose" means in loose women. <laughs> right. I'm anyway, gonna, I'm gonna get like quotes of people saying like, "Oh yeah, you're just being a misogynist now." And like, well. Not really. It's kind of Not a definition really. here. If they're yeah. if they're openly doing that on TV, then they're gonna get the word loose thrown at them, especially when that is the name of the show. I mean, we've got the evidence. It's all on YouTube, and it's all there's plenty of evidence out there. Uh, I still don't understand how this this program exists on TV, but there you go. It's one of them things. Katie Piper was a guest on this. So um, there is actually a word for it's called misandry. Oh, right. But okay. yeah, there are men's rights activists that, you know, oh, don't even fucking get me started on that. But, you know, uh, but yeah, uh, misandry is, is basically the the term. Right. So, yeah. 
Katie Papper appeared on this. Uh, she was uh, part of an unfortunate incident whereby years ago, she, uh, I think it was her ex-boyfriend, had either paid somebody to or he had actually thrown acid in her face and uh, disfigured her face. Now, since then, she's um, been an activist uh, with regards to how people uh, view people and how they look and stuff like that because ultimately uh, her, her face hasn't completely healed with all the surgery and everything like that uh, but she's gone through quite a lot of a massive ordeal yes. and you know she, she became very prominent to the point where she actually got um, did she get an OBE or something like that I, I, I don't really know OBEs and CBEs I don't really know what they stand for but it's essentially like a, it's an awarding of a title usually passed down from the royal family this is uh, an OBE. Because, yeah because of your work in a certain field so David Beckham's got one uh, even though he wants a full knighthood uh, and he's probably never going to get it um, but many people in the country and some people outside of the country as well get these things uh, in recognition of what they've done so she has, she, you know, she's been very empowering to people who have been disfigured in incidents like that, and even people who were, you know, born with certain uh, abnormalities, if you want to call them that, or disabilities or Defects. whatever. Yeah. So apparently, on this loose women TV show, now I haven't watched this because this would make me, it makes me seethe with rage just knowing that it happened. So I cannot watch it. But essentially, they. Um, presented a video of uh, a baby who was wearing uh, gothic attire and uh, (laughs) long story short this video was heavily discussed on this TV program and the the loose women and Katie Piper herself uh, an activist on how people should be empowered by the way that they feel and may exude out of the way that they look in terms of attire, makeup, whatever, said that the baby uh, was being uh, essentially abused by its parents, that this was uh, toxic, this was not a way to uh, raise your child, this is uh, devil worship and all that sort of stuff. Um, Well, it turns out that that baby was not only part of... um, a little viral sort of like a, a, a video which was not meant to be taken seriously anyway but was also Matt Hardy's baby and <laughs> I forget what his partner's called is it Rebel? Uh, Rebel. Rebel. Rebby, that's it. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go Reba for the sake of it but no that's fucking Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> and she caught wind of this a couple of days later after a few people tweeted her about it saying that um her child had been on TV and had essentially been the the, the butt of a joke uh, for a few hundred thousand ratings for ITV. Yeah, if you want to direct your complaints, go straight to ITV or at Loose Women. I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be interested to hear what you uh, what you've got to say. The Sophie Lancaster Foundation, uh, which was set up uh, after uh, a lady called Sophie Lancaster, was. Um, more or less beaten to death for protecting her boyfriend because she and he were both goths uh, in a park Um, that foundation was set up by Sylvia who was Sophie's mum 
who recently passed away, uh, they issued a statement today to uh, essentially condemn what had been said on Loose Women and what had been said by Katie Piper. However, they didn't do it in the in the kind of way where I would, because I would go fucking hell for leather. These guys uh, have taken a little bit of time, released this statement, which is very, very good, uh, and have offered for Katie Piper and the Loose Women to uh, come to any festival or any gig uh, that the Sophie Lancaster Foundation will be at, and um, they would like to have a, a chat, and not only that, they would like to um, present the people that are there and, and show that they aren't toxic devil worshippers that are into satanic rituals and simply just have a fine love for wonderful rock music and uh, a good old time and why would you not want that for your child as well and yeah I, I wasn't going to bring that up actually until you said earlier on um, I like rock music and that just made <laughs> me think you know we've all been down that avenue you've talked in the past like the long hair and you might have done the old guy liner thing and the long leather jacket we've all been there <laughs> I'm still semi there and there's nothing wrong in that there's absolutely no. nothing if anything by the way I cut my hair because of the pressure that I was under from my peers and things like that like yeah. I just got I, I was essentially bullied into cutting my hair like from yeah. just people that I don't know like people just looking making comments on it and just like I, I, I grew tired of listening to it yeah and now instead I just get the uh, shots because I've got grey hair and a big nose so there you go oh. <laughs> in fact um, I've had this and a, a couple of comments from like t uh, teenage boys and what have you on a bus in previously saying they look like I've had a stroke and it's like, well, that's very good because I consider that I might be on the fucking spectrum. So how do you fucking feel now? Not big, I guess. Care. They do not care. No, they don't. The fact but that they say stuff like that, you know, again, we, I, I mean, I, I, I go back to reaping what you sow sort of thing. Yes. Sooner or later, you know, if they get struck down by a stroke, they wouldn't even think, oh, well, maybe, you know, fucking what goes around comes around sort of thing. I shouldn't have took the piss out of that guy. Um. And now here I am. I've I've suffered a stroke. If somebody has suffered a stroke, is is it really something to 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 poke fun at? No, no I don't absolutely really think not. So. No, it's not. So, again, I I, feel, I do feel like society's on a fucking quick downward spiral, um, and unfortunately, the people that are on the television are uh, you know fueling the fire by saying you know don't dress your baby up like a goth. So, yeah. Just yeah, I I mean there used to be an old I, saying that Brian would say, "Do better." Yes, do better. Mm. Simple as that. Do better. You know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We breathe the same. We bleed the same. You know, we we need the the same stuff to survive on this planet, and we need the same stuff to heal us. Like at the end of the day, that is what matters. Nothing else does. Absolutely nothing. Like, treat your peers how you wish to be treated. Like, absolutely. You know, I make I make it a life goal to say something nice to somebody every single day. Like, not because I feel like I have to prove myself to anybody or anything. I don't feel like I need to prove myself at this point at thirty-five years old. I I have the genuine belief that 
I am a human being that is not infallible, but I have the full confidence that I'm a good human being that makes the odd mistake. But the one thing I do is I make sure that to colleagues even, to friends, or what have you, I'll, just make, I'll compliment them or, you know, or ask them how they are. I mean, it's just a, a simple thing. And if they're having a bad day, listen intently. Yeah. And, that goes you know, a just, long way. It goes, it, it goes a long way. Yeah. I've been to the bottom of the fucking barrel myself. I have been as low as anybody can be. And it's those kind of people that lifted me up and made me feel important. So I do the same back, and I've always done the same. At the end of the day, it's like the 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 saying that good lives, uh, good the the good guys, the good people come last. You know what? It is somewhat true, but at the end of the day, we're still in the fucking race. Yeah, and absolutely. I will as long as I'm in the race, I will do everything I possibly can to try and come first. And I think that's what we all should do. Just strive to be the best that we can possibly be. And it's not hard. It makes it, it, it does take effort to be a good person in this day and age, but it is not hard to make that effort at all. Yeah. And the people that don't make that effort, they're just fucking lazy. They don't want to yep. change, they're lazy because it, it it will take them more effort to be a good person than what it will be for me and Mark for that for that matter. So yeah, just do better. That's it. There we go. Shall we talk about Nitro? <laughs> let's get into it. You give us a countdown. Let's press play, and we'll watch the goth Sting, uh, <laughs> who dressed up as a goth because he's a toxic satanic worshiper. And uh, yeah, he, he, in, in a weird way, he's more fucking goth than uh, the Taskmaster, <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the painted on curly eyebrows. Okay. Three, two, one, play. And there is no ad. Thank God for that. That was my worry because I've already had an issue with the network booting me out once tonight. Hulk Hogan's still in the red and yellow in this intro, and it's really pissing me off to a point that I couldn't I have even to bring changed it, up it to, to every emo single Hulk week. Hogan yet. Just, uh, you know, then just again, uh, another. Sting uh, is all cool e- still. Another inconsistency when it comes to uh, WCW. Yeah, the production. The amount of fireworks they have every single week is just ridiculous. <laughs> but even WWE, when they were they were at the height of their pyro, they didn't go all out every single week like this. No, no. I mean, to be fair, pyro is generally back in WWE these days, and. I think they'll probably go through more pyro than what WCW did at this time. That being said, they do not have a budget to ad- they do not have a budget to adhere to in the same scale that WCW did in 1996. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a quick um, quick story about Larry Zbyszko. You know the um, you, you remember a couple of weeks ago in this timeline where Kevin Nash and Scott all come down and uh, Tony corpses. Uh, by laughing and yes. starting off strong here, Eric Bischoff uh, coming straight out to the end of your music. Um, so Tony told a story about this last week on his podcast, uh, maybe a couple of weeks on his podcast actually, and said um, that Larry had like a he had a what's the word a bit of a stigma about his shirts, and he was worried that they weren't going to come across on TV as well as he'd hoped that they would Um, 
so when Nash and Hall actually came down, they had, they made reference to his shirt, didn't they? They said, "Where did you get that from?" The 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 soup kitchen or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and apparently Larry like really took it to heart because he absolutely loves these shirts and that's the reason why Tony Schiavone was pissing himself laughing that's because fucking all brilliant. prior to the Nitro Larry was like are you sure about this shirt do you think it looks okay and that was it that was Tony done it was finished that is absolutely fucking amazing <laughs> this is what I love about doing this podcast as well it's like you you, you find something funny on screen and you're wondering why this happened or, or what have you and then it turns out there's a fucking story behind it. Like nine times yeah. out of ten there's a story behind it. Now I, since it's on screen uh, Vincent's here uh, I really want to know the story behind his attempt at choking somebody a few weeks ago. What was he thinking there? I'm sure there's a story behind there and I think it's probably it's just cut and dry because he fucking sucks yeah um, <laughs> did you see that yesterday he had to uh, he had to come out on Twitter to tell people that he'd not uh, died no I did not see that yeah there was a rumour that he died and uh, it came out apparently he said something quite amusing but uh, I haven't seen it yet so. no I, I haven't he, he, to be fair, I, I've got to give him his credit. He has leaned into that gimmick of being a piece of shit on Twitter <laughs> really well. You know, just being being a cheap motherfucker that would that will just like offer offer somebody a dollar just to buy the lunch from them, and just like that story and all that. Like yeah. that, that circulates around. He'll do anything for a quick buck. He's leaned into it because he knows it's a gimmick, and it's given him a, a new life, so to speak. Yeah, it does. In, yeah, in, it does. in, this, in a similar way, where the, the the two people behind the Iron Sheik's Twitter account has given him new life since two, like two thousand nine or whatever it is, um, basically given him like a second career just from tweeting. Yeah, but he does it himself, whereas again the Iron Sheik it's, two, it's like two Canadian people that do it for him that it must be the easiest gig in the world <laughs> but fair thoughts to him I sent you that uh, that screenshot last night that fucking killed me <laughs> about the uh, which sports franchise uh, would you associate for cho- uh, choking the most and he said oh. the, the Linda Hogan 10,000% <laughs> I couldn't believe it I could not believe it Creased. You have to remind <laughs> yourself it's not the Iron Sheik actually saying that, but he generally yeah. does fucking hate the Hogans that much that he probably would think that. <laughs> right, so I do have to mention I did say a few weeks ago that I, that it would be best for the announcers for the first hour to actually go to the booth instead of being sat at t- uh, ringside on that shitty table because they get mm. they're in they're in direct harm and it just doesn't look good and things like that. They actually did start in the booth today, but it was for a reason. It was to yeah. get over that uh, Eric Bischoff and Ted DiBiase are going to call the show. Yes. That's exactly it. Alright, we're saying show, sure, but is it going to be all the way through? I guess we'll find well, out. Well, we'll see. <laughs> so, we've got psychosis out here. Looking mm. as only a psychosis can in that ridiculous <laughs> mask. Like it, it, I, I always find it funny when people have their gimmick is 
it, it has to have these ridiculous over over the top parts to the to the back the 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 attire the mask the, the whatever the wearing and all that it's like how the fuck do you wrestle in that from the liger how the fuck did you wrestle in that mask for so many for so many years uh, it just impresses me it really immensely. does because i imagine those those for lack of better word horns they will get yeah. in the way yeah absolutely imagine now, being the guy that's going to do the head scissors yeah yeah exactly it's just fucking it's a good job they're all flimsy so yeah interesting match up this psychosis versus and, uh, Stephen Regal Stephen Re I almost called him William Regal then well it's so easy to the habit now it, it's so weird it's a bit of an enigma is William Regal he's like he looks he looks phenomenal these days you know he looks better now than what he does back here I so I had to just try and to to take into account what he might have been going through here and I look at his I look at his face, I look at it, how he walks and things like that, I look at how he how he presents himself, how he wrestles, how he moves, everything. He's got really big dark circles here. Mm. He doesn't walk yeah. in like a really good way. And yet when he actually wrestles, you probably won't notice. No. He's always it. crisp. Yeah. Stephen Regal on a bad day is better than most wrestlers on a good day. Yes, hundred percent. Pensacola is the uh, the venue for today's. I just noticed on his uh, on his shirt there they they put the copyright the WCW copyright inside the Y in the NWO box rather than outside of it. Later on they do it on the outside. That is a really really dumb and geeky thing to notice. But yes, kind of like noticing where the WWE logo is on WWE shirts. <laughs> like yeah, it, yeah. It's spotted in the bottom right hand corner. Or the left hand corner, one in the other. I think it's the left hand corner. I think for a, and they started doing away with them in the on the NWO shirts, didn't they? They just put them in the label instead. Yeah, which is I think what they should do. To be honest yeah. with you, like it, I, I do think like little tags like that. I, it, it's one of those things I don't like on football shirts. It's like the yeah. little tag in the corner. It's kind of like, you know, you don't actually see them on the tag on the actual shirts, like the shirts mm. that footballers wear. You you won't see that tag. But they have to put it put it on the replica shirts to say, yeah, this is an authentic, but they made by Umbro, made by Nike, made by Adidas, whatever. But you can't put it on the inside. There's no harm in that. Yeah. You've got your branding all over the fucking shirts anyway. I mean, you look at look at the macro, Macron shirts. The bloody, the Macron hero bloody thing. It's on the shirt three fucking times over. <laughs> one on each sleeve, one on the front. Yeah, it's on the sleeve as well. Yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah. that little badge at the bottom to say, oh yeah, it's authentic. Put it on the inside. I think Kappa used to do No, sorry, Kappa didn't used to do that. Oh no, Kappa, Kappa used to have the bloody, the man and the woman bloody logo all the way down the sleeves at one point. Hmm. Yeah, just they, they used to have it like 20 times over. They couldn't get away with that these days. No. And on the Italy shirts, they, they just had the Kappa, one Kappa on the left sleeve, one Kappa on the right sleeve, but they didn't have it on the front or the back. Oh, yeah. So Those kits were brilliant. They were nice. They, they were, were really nice. Yeah, fucking first lock-up and they go to a break. That pisses me off. <laughs> they didn't really do anything. They were just, like, dancing around each other for a little bit. Like, But then they go into a proper lock-up. And we come back, and Steve Regal is... 
mysteriously sweating his fucking bollocks he's off. Slippery here, isn't he? Yeah. He's looking like Lee Evans on on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he said that to him, he'd be happy. <laughs> he probably would be, yeah. I can imagine him being a big Lee Evans fan. Yeah. He, he, he's very soaking wet through. Yeah, I mean, it can't be. I mean, it is warm under them lights, but... I know, but it's so quick. And this got real goes to show probably what he's going through at this time. Yeah. But people with substance abuse, they genuinely do sweat a lot. Look at the crowd going mental there just for a, a simple wheel kick. I know. It is so bizarre to see a crowd go go nuts or something like that back here. Yeah. Like, you, you see this, it's just a standard fur now, and, and people don't even get out the bloody sh the seat for anything like that these days. But the influence that the cruiserweights had on re wrestling, <laughs> even to this day now, it's it can't be understated. And I know it gets a little bit ridiculous now. Where people just dodge every single fucking move and make it look so, so bloody orchestrated. I, yeah. I, I kind of like don't. There's a lot of things I don't like in wrestling these days. Shit like that. I can't. Like, and don't get me wrong, it is impressive, but I can't get into the unbooks of things like that. Yeah. It's a bit too orchestrated so you... for my liking. You know, you've Probably got wrestling is about trying to beat your opponent up, and if they, if you can dodge every single move, then what is the point? Hmm. They're shitting on Piper the, here, uh, and I'm liking it. <laughs> on the uh, commentary desk, they're putting over that Hollywood is in Hollywood talking to Spielberg. He <laughs> most definitely is not. Yeah, absolutely not. Gotta say, you know, uh, in this white attire with that black shield with the yellow piping, White Ranger. Yep. He's looking 100%. very White Ranger. And he, I, I've said before, he, he does look like a Power Ranger. Um, yeah, he doesn't look anything more. Oh, that was nasty. <laughs> Almost broke his own neck. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. He's feeling that one. guy in the crowd just going that was free basically like every fucking wrestler and manager ever that was free it was it fucking clearly was not they're all on their feet though they're uh, they're here for this it's a nice little matchup like you, we don't get this often enough on WCW you're usually put cruiserweights to cruiserweights and I'm all for that I love the cruiserweight matches but to see them go up against the technical master like William Regal it's kind of like, yeah. I want to see more Malenko Regal. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I realise I've just called him William Regal. I've made the same mistake. <laughs> and the other thing is as well, they're giving him time. Like, Oh, yeah. You'd expect this to be over by now. Uh, somebody's ran out, ran down and, and hit somebody. Psychosis just did a leg drop off the top rope and he hurt his tailbone. That was a shoot there. I just don't know how they do it. No, I don't. It's just one of them moves. I just, I just. Ugh. I saw a video earlier on of Mick Foley doing it on the outside. So he, was, he ran off the apron and leg dropped somebody on the outside. Oh, yeah, that was a staple of his. At one point, uh, it's also the uh, nasty dive he used to do off the 
of the airplane as well. Just fucking, just falling backwards without even looking back. It's like you're just asking. You, you are asking to be so beat up later on in life by doing shit like that on a weekly basis. Absolutely. Oh, nice little wheel kick there. He actually did clip William Regal on the ear. Been a really decent match, this. Yeah. Like, it's very different. I don't know what the fuck happened there with Regal. He looked like he caught himself or something. Just the selling. Just, he's just selling there. Did he tap? Oh, I thought he'd tap then. No. No, he was just like, he just started with a slapping psychosis and then he was just like, ow, my nose, out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? What, why is he selling his nose? What's he done? I presume it's from the kick, from the, the cartwheel kick or whatever we want to call so, it. Maybe selling that, I see. Yeah. Even though it clearly hit him in the ear. <laughs> Didn't know which camera were on him. The cameras generally uh, in WCW—they're a little bit all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to say hard cam because they they go to these weird angles a hell of a lot, and this and and they sit on these angles for quite a while before cutting back to the hard cam. Unless William Regal gets busted open in the middle of the ring, and then they just go a mile away. <laughs> Hopefully not again. I should hope not. I mean, I know they don't like blood in WCW at this point. Uh, apparently it was a TNT directive. Yeah. Another caveat to being owned by a television company. Yeah, of course, yeah. I remember you saying this a couple of weeks ago. Did you hear about the AEW game? Nice. Uh, I haven't. No, I've not heard any news about uh, regarding it for quite some time they've they've changed the cover uh, so CM Punk's not on it anymore and apparently it's been delayed by approximately a year fucking hell <laughs> after all the videos and, and all the hype uh, yeah apparently it's going to come out at the end of December So I, wouldn't I can't just... really see that being true why would, why would you release something on New Year's Eve yeah that, that is stupid <laughs> uh, I can see I it I can definitely see it being delayed though yeah I mean, it just seems to be something they've rushed into, and like, it, I mean, it, AEW was on TV for like three months or something like that when they announced the game. Like, something stupid. And in that time, they've lost Cody Rhodes, who was a key player, of course. Oh, nice frog splash. Mm. Uh, you know, they've lost all these key personnel, and they've brought in so so many key personnel. Like, FTR weren't in the game. Like. Surely that's a big mistake. Yeah. Like they're gonna, so they're gonna be like pulling them in the game, and then, which is gonna be funny because in in a few months time, FTR might not even be with the company. <laughs> that speculation. Yeah, things are changing may, so quickly. It, it's insane. May take some time away from from uh, AEW and just mm. wrestle the Indies for some time. Oh, super geek. Oof. Oh, he, he tapped well before he even locked that in. Oh, he's going for it. Yep. 
I'm just grateful that they're actually fucking tapping. Instead of just saying to the referee, I give up. <laughs> it just doesn't look good on TV. Brutal. Good match. I enjoyed that. Yeah, really good match. <laughs> I love it when heels do that. Referee tries to raise her eyes like, fuck off, no. <laughs> did you see Charlotte from Smackdown? This, did you see this? It got shared around on Twitter. I had not watched Smackdown, but did you see when she actually uh, uh, beat, I think it were Sonya Deville, she defended the Smackdown women's title against. She she won the match, and the referee uh, tried giving her the title. She fucking snatched it and then realised, shit, I'm not a heel, and just went over and said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so quickly, she's like, snatch it. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> so fucking funny. Right, to be fair to Charlotte, she spent most of her career on the main roster as a heel, so she probably just got yeah. a little bit confused. Yeah. So Hollywood Hogan is here now, right? Okay. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, what they were saying earlier on is obviously a lie. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I did see in the synopsis that, that Piper is not here and Hogan is. And I never thought I'd see the day where I would be happy that Hogan is here. Okay, so... We've got Big Bubba Rogers coming out here. I don't even think they call him Big Bubba Rogers at this point. It's just Big Bubba, isn't it? Big Bubba, yeah. Yeah, and he's coming out in black. And I think it was Eric Bischoff that just said that he's wearing all black. As if, like, that's anything at all. Like, what are you trying to allude to? He's been wearing all black for fucking ages now. Trying to allude that he's actually part of the NWO. Because he's wearing black. <laughs> Just because he's wearing black? Hey, he's wearing black. No fucking shit. That's his That's his actual attire. You know. Oh, well. Poor boy. He's Just definitely not NWO. I, I, I do have to watch. Uh, wonder if Eric Bischoff just, uh, you know, he, he goes home after this. He's like, oh, I'll just see what happened on Raw. Turns on Raw. Undertaker comes out. Oh, yeah, he's wearing all black. <laughs> just to himself. Like, is he, who's he trying to convince? Again, this is one of those matchups that you think, like, Big Bubba Rob- nice. Rogers versus Chavo Guerrero, no thanks, but no, Big Bubba can actually go when he's not gassed. Yeah. And he yeah. is getting in better shape here. It's, his selling is also, for the most part, over the top and brilliant. He could make Chavo Guerrero look really good here. So I'm all for this. And again, smaller opponent, he can throw Shelby around like a ragdoll, and he's actually proceeding to do that now, as I said that. but that that was the correct thing to do there, weren't it, really? Yeah, catch him, throwing down. There were some great drop kicks, though, from Shelby. Really good. Really, really good. Did he just say... I'm trying to figure out who they just said could eat the faces of fear. <sighs> One of the commentators just said that. I don't know who they were on about. For some reason, I thought they were on about Big Bubba could eat the face of the fear. Well, I should hope not, considering that they are part of the same stable. 
I think it were uh, I think they were about Hall and Nash. Oh, okay, um, right. Oh, yeah, because they're against them soon, aren't they? Yeah, I can't I can't hear the comms because I messed around with the settings and. and well, I've got subtitles on, so. Yeah. So it's the subtitles saying they're going to eat somebody. Yeah, they're going to eat the face of the fear. Well, fucking hell, that's a. I think it's usually a, the other way around. That's a substantial meal. Let's just say. <laughs> I mean, they're fucking. I, I would just say, like you know, just what one of faces of fear is a substantial fucking meal. You could, you know, <laughs> I, I can't, I couldn't even articulate what kind of food they would be. Like uh, for some reason, I've just thought big daddy steak, but you know, they, that, even that doesn't give them justice. <laughs> Like really comical selling from Big Bubba there again with uh, so oh butt bump <laughs> butt bump uh, Shavo was in a sent on position uh, basically it looked like it looked like Big Bubba was going to put him uh, going to power bomb in and he's just there fucking wailing on Big Bubba and Big Bubba's just leaning back like you know arching back slowly descending to the mats fucking hell oh. it's over it's over with a, I, I suppose they call it a sidewalk slam, but it's the uh, it's what Abyss used as a finisher, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I black hole slam, was it? Pardon? Was it a black hole slam? That's the one, yeah. Black hole yeah. slam. Black hole slam. Well, <laughs> <you're thinking> <laughs> I've never thought of that before. <laughs> Another crazy thing, like Chris Parks being a fucking what is he a producer in WWE? Yeah, something like that. Just yeah. that's just insane. Like, it's just so weird, isn't it? Yeah. Jeremy Vorash still up there as well. Yep. Pacey Williams, hmm. who was actually on screen a few weeks ago, and unfortunately got that, yeah. he, he unfortunately got completely fucking demolished by Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> they got like speared like almost out of the ring. I know it was fucking brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Uh, it's it's one of those things we're talking about like, XT and AP people as well. We haven't really spoken about Don West, like yeah, such a fucking yeah. shame. Like, I t- I tweeted out about it from the uh, from the for our Twitter account when he passed away because Matt Tanane announced it and it's just like what, what he actually meant to us because we're, we're, we're fucking big fans of early days TNA and yep. he was a core part of that like I, I, I would say like a lot of the people that I'm a fan of these days like even to this day like, they like to be just and we're always going to be a fan of them but I wouldn't probably wouldn't remember them like their TNA runs as fondly if it weren't for Don West just screaming over the top bloody <laughs> phrases, well, you know. And, like he, he was just such a god hype man. Like yeah, he, he elevated those careers. I listened to um, my world today because it was the Don West episode. They were supposed to do it last week, but they ended up doing it this week, and uh, it was it was brilliant. Like it, it educated me on Don West about things that I never even knew were. Um, part of his history and all that lot I just knew him as like you said when we were watching TNA and when I were 
stopping watching um, some so who's this sorry I have no idea but he's got an NWO shirt on and he's in he's in the NWO already so there we go it's going to be in a New Japan wrestler who's going to be really famous but I don't know who it is and I'm going to be embarrassed when he says who it is yeah I'm, oh I'm, I'm not a clue just uh... oh the shirt didn't rip <laughs> Poor Sonny. Yeah, I've I've no fucking clue who this is. But yeah. Yeah. So so. Again, I I mean I said I said later on after I'd watched it that that when I was coming to the end of watching wrestling, he was one of the commentators that was commentating over it. Oh. Master Chono, okay. Master Chono, um, yeah. I've heard the name, couldn't really put it, put his face, uh, the name, that uh, face to the name. No, I wouldn't have been able to pick him out of a crowd either. Um, not, not in 1996, I've seen him since then, I, 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 don't, yeah. I did not recognise him here at all. I think he had a, uh, he had a match against China once. I think he might have, yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, he fucking hell, he's against Jericho. Chris Jericho. But yeah, Don West. Um, he was parodied on Saturday Night Live by Will Ferrell. I did not know that. I did not know that either. I got told about that today. Don West was actually really famous, and it surprised See, I know me he was because <laughs> you expect him. Oh, he's just some guy from a tele shopping network. Yeah, so I know he. And... I know he, he. He did. Oh, he did that. That was his forte. I know he did sports radio as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that he was approached by Vince Russo to go to WCW in 2000, and he politely declined. Uh, mainly because right, so they didn't they didn't mention that he declined. They just said it just didn't happen for one reason or another. So I, Jeff, I Jeff re- Jarrett. Yeah, I read he, that he actually declined. Right. That, Jarrett just said it was just the state of the company. Yeah, that that was that was the reason he politely declined because it was a full time gig. Uh, he won't be able to do any of his side ventures, and yeah. he he didn't feel like at the time it was a good career move because he he basically saw the, saw the writing on the wall and that within a few months or a year or two years or whatever how long ever it, it was going to take, he was likely going to end up out of a job. So uh. that that's what I'd read. Uh, I can't remember where I read that. So I was reading about it because I, I wanted to do like a. Like a little bit of research into the man, because again, only knew him from TNA. I didn't know he'd been offered, uh, uh, sorry, he'd been offered a job at WCW in the past. No, yeah. You know, I, I was just like, I knew that he was a wrestling fan and he came from the television network and he did sports radio. That's it, that's mm. all I knew of him. Yeah, listen to that, my world. It were, it were really good, it were informative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it were. It were so what we I, I did tweet out at Jeff Jarrett when he uh, he paid tribute to Don West after his passing a couple of weeks ago uh, and I said that you know I hope that you find comfort in that you gave this man a career in wrestling just a wrestling fan gave him a career in wrestling and he would not be remembered so fondly because of uh, without that. You basically gave him a platform. I can't remember exactly what I said, but that—that's basically what I was saying. Like you know that 
He gave him a platform to be successful, and Don West ran with it. Uh, he wouldn't be fondly remembered without Jeff Jarrett giving that, giving him that job. Yeah, you know, giving him a chance because at the end of the day, it was a risk. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, but it was a it was a damn fucking good one. It paid it paid dividends. Absolutely. I mean, Dave Meltzer even said that he had the potential of being like a top five. Uh, wrestling commentator with the way that he was because he was just so different to everything else. Yeah. He, he, they mentioned on there when um, Amazing Red was in one of the matches and oh, Don West yeah, when he was stood climbs on... on the table and yeah. just goes, come on, Red! Yeah, just saying it repeatedly, yeah. Yeah. And everybody apparently went mental for it. Like It made the crowd get fully behind Amazing Red and Red had already lost once that night. Uh and apparently he was meant to... I, I, I might be convoluting the story, but I think it was meant to lose again. And they changed the finish because the crowd were so into it that somebody else got pinned instead. Because it was like a treble treble tag team match or something like that. No, so it was really good. It was a really good listen, that. It yeah. really, really were. And it's such a shame that he, he's passed. There's just so many things. That, you know, there were just so many videos that got shared around of his passing. The, the the most obvious one was Elite Skipper and Christopher Daniels on top of the cage and how he yeah. went nuts for it. Again, yeah. like how could you not go nuts for that? But he, he acted like a fan. He didn't act like a commentator, he acted like what a fan would do. Yeah. And the, uh, there was uh, uh, a, mu- a mutual uh, account that we follow, uh, uh, e-, e. Andrew Dice Clay, uh, yeah. if that's how you want to call it. Uh, I, I always read it as Ian Drew for some reason. It's Ian Drew. It's <laughs> yeah, Ian. I think it's Ian, isn't yeah. it? Ian Drew. Uh, he he would actually say that like like uh, there were there were a conversation going and saying like uh, that you don't get many people many commentators that act like a fan. Like if you try to 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 uh, count them on on one hand, there's very few. It's like you get the obvious ones. You get Jim Ross. You got Don yeah. West, and you were remiss to. Uh, uh, name many others than that, and I said that uh, the person that said that it weren't I- uh, Ian Andrew, uh, Ian. Let's just call him Ian, please. <laughs> but uh, it uh, Ian was like he weren't the one that said that. It was whoever replied, and I said like, yeah, it, it, you know. Then he raised a good point because like there is very few people like that. Like the the, the only other ones I can think of in in in. In any of any era, really, uh, it's Excalibur in AEW because he's pretty good at that. But yeah. Pat McAfee in WWE, Pat McAfee yep. is literally just a fan. And again, Meltzer, Meltzer made that comparison. Yeah, he said if he was going to be anybody, he's he's almost like Pat McAfee. Is Pat, Pat McAfee does the exact same thing. There's very yeah. few people like that, and it it you need that kind of and. I'm not saying put it on every single wrestling show, you know, but if you if you can if you have a couple of shows, at least have somebody like that on the show. Yeah. Like it it, it does lend itself well to the, to to the to to the arts. It, it you need the hype guy. Oh Jesus Christ! I was gonna say at the beginning of this that middle rope is really slack. Yeah. And now. I see why. Yeah, they're doing a spot, but it it looks nasty. This actually would have been a good match as well, by the way. 
They, they, yeah, these it's not two, too bad. Yeah, these two mesh pretty well. McDonald's a bit stiff, but that oh, is the fucking. Well, you're gonna get that with New Japan. Yeah. You know, strong style. That is the quickest count out I've ever seen. That was not ten. No, I think he, I think he DQ'd it. All oh, right. That's the only thing that makes sense. Oh, because he's trapped in the rope. Yeah, I see mm. that. Yeah. There yeah, we go. <laughs> Fire him. Who <laughs> said that? <laughs> Uh, fire that referee because when he said he's DQ'd uh, Chano he went fire him I'm like who? Chano? he's on your side you fucking dolt that's all I could think of it's like no it mean it just mean the referee fire Mark, uh, Mark Curtis oh what's going to be on Saturday night let's find out Fit Finley goes one on one with a jobber <laughs> I thought you were ahead of me then. <laughs> <laughs> no. Didn't really show any what? cards, he just said it. <laughs> yeah, they said Hall and Nash in a handicap match. Okay. No. Scott Norton. Um, so, apparently, Scott Norton's in the NWO at this point, but they haven't like, done a grand ceremony or anything like that. He's just started wearing NWO shirts, so. Okay, well, we're going to see because a lot we're of not, that. Obviously, we're, yeah, we're not covering Saturday night, so I, I kind of needed to mention that, actually, yeah. because at some point he might just show up. Um, but I know we're going to see a lot of that. We are going to see a lot of NWO people that just turn up part of the NWO, no rhyme or reason, oh, yeah. no ceremony, just take off a jacket, aha, and that's it. Okay. I mean, I know that's going to lend itself well to a particular tease, yeah, I know that of that. Might be a couple, but yeah, there is one big one. Let's just say. Look at that hair. Just outstanding, Roddy. Outstanding. Yep. Look at that flare. <laughs> <laughs> flare in her. Jesus Christ. This player has this uh, inability, you know, this ability to just turn red on whim. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. so, he's so, he's so tan. He should be able to hide that. It's, I think it's the alcohol. Oh, maybe. I think yeah. he'd be a stung. That's probably what it is. Yes. It's like my my cousin Sam. He can actually uh, slightly grow his hand he does have like a medical condition and he showed it but on whim he can actually make one of his hands expand oh wow uh, yeah he, he does have like a really bad I don't know what the medical condition is and all that but he, he basically all he does is he just puts pressure on his hand like he will just like tighten his hand a little bit so he claps his hands together like like he's praying so to speak and then he will just like add a little bit of pressure at the palm and then one of his hands just expands a little bit it's only like like millimeters, but you can see it as it happens. Really weird. It's like uh, he calls it his party trick, but he's been able to do that since he was a kid. But yeah, really weird. He does have a medical condition. I keep saying that, but he does. It's not just something he <laughs> he's learnt to do. I'm trying to remember. 
I think I know what I think I know the medical condition you're talking of. But just just to let everybody know, it's this is just highlights of Roddy Piper over the past three. Yeah, weeks. we don't so give a shit about this. About it. Like it, one really really good like freak out moment from Roddy Piper, which it was really good, you know. But like these kind of things, like when you're going up against the NWO at this point. And you've got a chair in your hand, and you lay some. Uh, you let Eric Bischoff out, and you you clear the ring. Like it, it's gonna get over. Yeah, you yeah. could you could do this with fucking Disco Inferno, and it might get over. Like, but it, 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 at the end of the day, it was Roddy Piper, and it did elevate it a little bit. Just for and then Kevin Green came out, and the fans just went even more nuts. So there you go. It was it was a good it was good it was decent but it's as good as anything that Roddy Piper has done since he came in really. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's an introduction. <laughs> Even I heard that, and I'm, I'm very very quiet. Oh, there you are. See, we're. Wearing another fucking NFL jersey or whatever the fuck it is. That just looks like a co uh, college jersey. Yeah. Fucking Oil Anderson with his, <laughs> his glasses on. In wrestling attire, but his glasses are on as well. That is just so weird. It's so weird to see. I'm really surprised that Orin is still wrestling. So sorry if we're quieting it down. We're actually just listening to an Orin promo here. Yeah. I mean, when he speaks, you've got to... I, I mean, I've got subtitles on, so it benefits, but... Fucking hell. Flurry's already slow in his words. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he usually starts off quite strong, and then when he gets into it, he's like, you know, that's it, he loses himself. No, straight away, three words in his slowed. There's some old man pants, them as well. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. He looks like he's it's retired. <laughs> yeah. Got a big baggy bloody sweater on. Uh, collared, collared, you know, a polo shirt underneath. And khakis. Yeah, he looks like he's retired or he's, he's just got off the golf course. One or the other. <laughs> and it's a wide range of colours as well. Fucking sky blue shirt, bloody white, uh, white uh, sweater with red letters and beige khakis. I wouldn't say always, but they look more beige to me. He loves saying baby, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> said it three times in like ten seconds. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Christ. He's like he's like Hogan with the brothers. Yeah. It's a shame we didn't get more of Mongo and Dusty Rhodes on commentary. On commentary oh. yeah. What the fuck is? Flair's lost his voice. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've never seen that before. No, I, I I don't know if he were putting it on or not, but it just generally sounded like he he'd lost his voice. Yeah. So strange. Well, thank God for that. Uh, offered his offered his services to Roddy Piper and Piper de- uh, declined. Thank God. Keep the fucking horseman away from Piper, please. <laughs> I'd rather be the adver- uh, adversaries than bloody be together. Fucking hell, who's this guy? Jobber number one. See, I told you, Fit Finley versus James Sammartino. Fucking hell. I knew he did. I knew he became a wrestler, but. He never took steroids in his life. Yeah, definitely not. But Who is it that said that today? Oh, fucking Hugh Jackman. Huge Ackman. Yeah, exactly. He huge, never took steroids. Huge Jackman. Off. Oh, what a lie. Dean So you're just saying huge Jackman, then I just thought of huge ass. Yes, I'm <laughs> huge ass. <laughs> So we got a Samatino versus a Malenko. I'm pretty sure there's somebody that's fucking like 70 odd here that's just creaming themselves over the idea of this match. I mean, I'm probably going to say something really stupid here, but is is Dave related to Bruno? I'm I'm sure it's his son. All right. I know his son became a wrestler. Because they're not two names that you would have in the same generation, is it? Uh, I'm going to name my first son Bruno. My second son. Dave. <laughs> third son. What do you mean, third son? I'm running out of names. Yeah, here. It is. It is. It really? Fuck yeah, it his hell. son is actually semi retired. Wow. Uh, he looks about fucking Lex Luger's age here. To be honest with you, right? Uh, he, he, to be honest, I thought he was Luger for a second. <laughs> Just decided to cut his hair. <laughs> yeah. Right. Got some new boots. So he's. He's 62 years old. He's uh, he, he also went by the ring name Bruno Sammartino Jr. Now, you do not want to do that, seriously. No. Like, no. Don't. It's a fucking death knell of anybody that's a second-generation wrestler. Or a third-generation. Cough, cough. Rocky Maivia. Cough, cough. Uh, <laughs> no. Just... Uh, like, if you're a Guerrero, fair enough. You're just like... Yeah. It, Mexican wrestlers, yes. American, Italian, whatever. No, don't do it. Death no. now. Uh, but yes, his full name is David Lugogo Samartino. <laughs> and he actually went by the ring name David Lugogo at one point. Oh, dear. Weird. And he was trained by Bruno as well, which is pretty much obvious. Yeah. Yeah, that was always going to happen. Bit of nepotism here as well. It says Samatino is currently semi-retired and has worked as a personal trainer since 1996. He sometimes appears in Legends events where he wrestles along with other wrestlers. 
he had a strange relationship with his father Bruno oh. that's it and yet here he is on fucking prime time wrestling in 1996 to be fair which I'm like, sure his dad helped him fucking hell there's pictures of him with Bruno in WF back in the uh, 80s and honestly honestly he did not look well he was a fucking hell fair fucks to him he was he, he was quite big at one point like he had a belly on him he had moves right. at one point and then you look at him here and he's quite jacked so yeah, yeah fair yeah. fucks to him getting in shape even if like steroids might have helped with that but yeah fair, fair fucks to him and it in Recent times, seen recent pictures of him, and he looks better than what Luger does now. So, hmm. again, fair fucks to him. We managed to stay away from the fucking prescription drugs. Yeah. He's getting the odd upper hand here on Dean. Yeah. I mean, if you've been trained by Bruno Sammartino, you must have something. Yeah. I mean, say say what you will about Bruno, like his wrestling might have been fucking hell. What? What? That ended. Oh, a pinfall! I thought it were a pinfall because I thought his shoulders were down. Why is he not counting? Very questionable. But you're not calling to fire him. If Patrick had been the referee, there would have been no question at all. I know. Oh, right, okay. He's fucking Mark Curtis again. Like you know, yeah. Fire him. No, 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 fire him this time. Okay. No replay either. No. He must have counted. And we on natural how we two. I thought it was just one lone firework that I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> he said that as one just like went from behind one of the WCW logos on the site, just like poof. It's <laughs> <laughs> one on its own. I thought he just broke. Is he gonna? Is he gonna be WCW? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Bischoff going all Roddy there. Tony, get your ass up here! Oh, the other thing that I didn't tell you actually is that Bischoff actually chewed Tony out for uh, corpse in as well, which he rightly probably should have done. Yeah, but because he was producing. Sometimes it so this is his humiliation, I, I presume. So they're given these what the second hour. It seems. Okay, that's... <laughs> Fucking hell, it looks like Tony's about to corpse her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's this job seriously. Fucking hell, Eric. He's really enjoying this role, isn't he? Yeah. He's just getting to be himself. Really are ride that ride in the lightning at this point, aren't you? Like you've created something that, and you're seeing it. You're seeing people design their own shirts and everything just because they want to be part of it. Yeah, like, you would get a, a big buzz out of it, even if they get the colours wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and the style. Yeah, just that buy a fucking shirt. an NWO logo, like not not even the right logo, of course, very wrong, on a white t-shirt, and then they look like there were like splatters of blood as well around it. Mm 
I think it's actually a quite nice t-shirt. I agree, Mean Gene. What's <laughs> Sonny Ono bounce with every word that he says? <laughs> at least he's got rid of that proper weird like attempt at an accent. <laughs> so I didn't mention this first time around when he actually showed this. It's like when uh, Mean Gene says, "What did he say?" Fucking, he repeated it in Japanese. It's like in English, please. Just <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Right, seriously. You're talking about corpsing. Fucking Eric and uh, Ted DiBiase, they're fucking corpse, though. That was genuinely funny to them. Oh, that I, was, I didn't see that. It was not fake laughing from them two then. That was an, that was shoot laughing. <laughs> now, we, we, we <laughs> know Eric's Ted... Eric's the Di executive producer. Pardon? <laughs> Eric's the executive exactly. producer, and he's the one corpsing. <laughs> they definitely did, though. <laughs> I mean, you know fucking work laughing Ted DiBiase... When you hear it, that was shoot. Yeah, oh yeah. That was his proper yeah. laugh. That wasn't the ha 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 laugh he used to do. But, you know, I can't do his laugh clearly, but I just sounded like a cartoon villain then, didn't I? <laughs> weird thing. It is a weird, weird thing to think. Mike Tanay from 1996, Mike Tanay now, same haircut. He's always had that hair. Yeah. Like, half bald. So weird. Like, how is your hair not receded even more? Who's this? Oh, Jerry Flynn. Is it Jerry Flynn? Jerry Flynn? Yeah, it is. I couldn't pick him out of the crowd. He kind of looks like uh, fake, uh, fake Razor Ramon here to me. Uh, yeah, he does, yeah. So I think he's a... He was more of a Kung Fu style, weren't he? Jerry Flynn. I would not know. Yeah. I've heard the name... Never seen a picture of him. Would never been able to pick him out of a crowd. Oh, he's fallen over! <laughs> I think I missed something, though. <laughs> Teddy Long just fell on his fucking face. I missed that. I did not see it. I did not see that at all. I just saw him walk out in the smoke. <laughs> I mean he's fucking trying to not laugh here he's trying not to laugh like I didn't see it but he's clearly fucking found humour in it oh man he had a I fucking cheesiest like grin on his face then <laughs> oh and he wonders why he didn't make it in WCW fucking hell <laughs> Yeah, all you're going to see this guy do is kick. Oh, I haven't seen Ice Train for a while. No, I haven't. Changed his look a little bit. Yeah. You know, he's just wearing long tights instead of a singlet. Fucking hell! Oh, fuck me! That's one way to sell a clothesline. He flipped yeah. back really quick then, didn't he? I get the fuck out of here. Right, go on, go on, Flynn. Do a buddy 450. <laughs> see if you can fucking flip back that quickly. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Man, he's just got swagger. He's sizing him up, but he's doing a little jig as he's doing it. Why couldn't Ice Train have been in place of Stevie Ray? I don't fucking know. He's fucking doing it again? What the <laughs> hell is this? You called Ice Train, not Soul Train. 
Wow. Uh, I know I'm laughing at Ice Train here, but I really enjoy his work. Like, what I've yeah. seen of him, I really liked. Yeah. It's a shame he never fucking made anything of himself after WCW. I know he's not one for this world, but Jesus Christ. I, I, I would have... With, with this swagger, this new character he's seen, we got this swagger. I'd like to have seen him paired with D.O. Brown. <laughs> Jesus Christ, now there is a tight team. <laughs> what the fuck did he Jeez. just do there? Like, is it a wheel kick? He just... The, the camera angle was probably not right to pull that off, really. It's just like he did a little cartwheel over the top rope. Yeah, this is all this guy does. Just kick, kick, kick. Yeah, boring then. <laughs> There's no question he kicked out there, Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's doing the whole cook stuff here. He's just I thought you were having a seizure. He's just hooking up. <laughs> What did you just say? You like a seizure? <laughs> <laughs> like you were having a seizure. Fucking hell. <laughs> but he was doing it in an opposite way, like he was standing up instead of like getting closer to the ground. Like if you actually caught someone having a seizure on tape and just rewound it. Yeah. I can see that. Like but the way that he got up doing it. I bet the next move's a kick. Oh no, it's close <laughs> That's because Ice Train was on the events. If it had been Flynn, it would have been a kick. But I know how he like. Oh my god, is it? Is it Jerry Flynn? Like excitement? And then all you've done is trash him since then. All he done is <laughs> kicks. I'm just happy that I recognised him and I got it right. Like it's been a long ass time since I saw him. Oh, he's just kicking. Oh, there we go. It's over. It's over. Lock it in. Yeah, ankle lock. Go for it. Why not? With that fucking bicep. Make it look fucking sore. Oh fucking yeah, he's gonna break his Achilles tendon. Do it so he can't oh, kick no more. Here comes Teddy Long into the ring, I'm surprised he didn't fall over there and all. Yeah, if it felt right, seriously, you know, how embarrassing would it have been to fell fall in the ring as well as on the on the ramp. Or oh, sorry, on the stage. Like, he'd have to book himself and I train in a tight team match player against the fucking ring mat and the stage, wouldn't they? That's his yeah. fucking deal. Uh, six hot. Uh... Jesus Christ, calm down. Oh, Scott Owen, two pack. Oh, thank God he's not fucking conducting the interview in that stupid voice he was putting on then. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. What's <laughs> with the bandana and walking sweet, aren't I? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
I did like those red pants that Nash used to wear. They were all cool. But they're not the same ones as the Alan in uh, Bash at the Beach. She changed them up with it. Yeah, the, I mean, it, it is a good look. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer, like, to stick with a motif of black and white in the NWO, mm. but, I mean, it it, it, it works. <laughs> should probably ask that question. Like, why did he decide to go red when they were in black and white? Interesting. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's using, you know, he's basically using the same verb which you'll go on to use in WWE as X Pac there. Make some noise! Alright. Like, oh, yeah, fuck off. Or make a little noise, it's just kind of like. Yeah. They, they credit him a lot and I know because they, they're like they're all best mates aren't they but they credit him a lot with the NWO and they're saying like you know when they were inducted into the Hall of Fame six should have been in it blah 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 but he were he were a bit player you weren't there long like, yeah there's four it's Nash, Hall, Bischoff and Hogan yeah and that's it I mean Giant comes before six exactly That's so cheesy. Yeah, really, really <laughs> cheesy. It, it's it's so weird that they try and fucking act cool, but like they don't need to act cool as well yeah. at the same time. I mean, somehow when they act cool, they don't come across as cool. But because no, they come across as cheesy. But because it's it, it's so weird. It's like an Inception type thing. Like, yeah. they're, they're, because we know they're cool and they act cool, when they try to not act cool and it comes across as cheesy, it still comes across as cool. It's like really weird. <laughs> little slow mo. Yeah, so the slow mo, the slow mo voices and all that, it just sounds yeah. like Scott Hall's narrating it. He's gone off the deep end. It just sounds like it's been recorded underwater. No, just weird reading out that. Fucking goth. <laughs> For fuck's sake. How dare he? <laughs> <laughs> satanic worshipper fucking toxic person hello <laughs> I love wrestlers who just come out hello yeah just waving hello it's me so one thing is about William Regal uh, when, he, uh, when he when he went back to WWE in 19 like 99 2000 something like that I think it was mm. like uh, 2000 and all that and he, yeah, he, he started, yeah. started his new gimmick he used to 
get in the ring and the first thing he used to do was like he put his hand behind the back and he just raised his arm and waved to the crowd and every time yeah. he did it Jerry Lawler would just go hello <laughs> just <laughs> fucking hilarious like, I don't like Jerry Lawler but just like little calls like that it was like hello <laughs> like brilliant Yeah, he's still a junior. <laughs> Did he ever not, like... I know they not that uh, they started uh, calling him Mysterio with a Y instead of an I. But, like, did he ever yeah. drop the junior? No. No? No, he would be junior till end. It's a nice little distinction. I do like it. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. Like, you know, it is a good distinction. Yeah. At least that way you... You know, that it's a it's WCW's thing at that point, isn't it? I mean, again, it's just interesting pairings here. Just like then three cruiserweights that have not been in cruiserweight matches. Yeah, yeah, it's almost David and Goliath each time. Isn't yeah, it? and I like it. I mean, we can't really say fucking Dean Malenko versus. <laughs> David Samartino was David versus Goliath. No. We know everybody uh, Malenko is a stout man, uh, you know, a small stout man, but he's fucking, he's a burly motherfucker at the same time. Like, yeah. I, I, he's, he's the one I, I find believable against pretty much anybody. But yeah, the, these, the, uh, the other matches, like, just really, really, really interesting. Nice. Nice little fucking baseball slide out the ring. <laughs> that guy's just like, get in the ring now. Get <laughs> yeah. <back> in there now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that guy was huge. Like, oh, well. Oof. Jesus fucking Christ. That looked like he banged his head on the, on the guardrail there. Yeah, I was looking at Eaton there and I'm thinking, what's he selling here? Back of the head, front of the head, yeah. side of the head. Back of the head. No, oh, yeah, that didn't work. No, it did not. Again, wrong camera angle as well. Yeah. Do, do, catching all the frailties. Though, to be fair, like, even the right camera angle, that would not have looked good. No. He, Eaton just did not flip. I mean, they can't really expect him to, you know, like, it's not his forte. It's probably a move he shouldn't really be doing. And Bobby Eaton's a fucking good wrestler. You can't expect him to do a flip forward to sell no. something like that. I really found it hard to figure out what Mysterio was doing then. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was going to do, like, a, a handspring and elbow but he just decided to front flip over the ring, over the top rope. Yeah. I think he botched it a little bit. I think he was going for something different and realised he got a little bit too much pace and decided, yeah, I'll just flip over the rope and save the move. I won't be surprised. Like, he's good at thinking on his feet, is Mysterio, even to this day. Like, something yeah, goes wrong, he's good at saving it. Yeah. Very mature for such a young age here, actually, when you think of it. 
Yeah, what were he at this point? He were really 18 or something like that. Well, 1996? Yeah. Well, to do the math now, so... So I'm sure we looked it up and he was like 18, 19. So he's 48 now. So he'd be... Uh, Yeah, yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah, so he's just turned 48. He turned 48 in December. So, if you if you, if you you do the math, yeah, he was still very young, yeah. Wrestlers must just fucking love wrestling him because he, he just they just it, it, he's so light you can just pick him up with ease. But it looks impactful as well and looks clean. Yeah, and Ver Mysterio is a really good seller as well. Yeah. So you you've got that you've got that benefit with him, in that you can you can pick him up and and just throw him around and he will sell it with greater form. It's the thing you see in these days, and like people say, he's lost his pace. And he, he he has not lost his pace at all. He just wrestles a slower pace style. But when he when he brings it, he's still really fucking fast. Got the three there as well. That's what you get for signing your contract, Ray. As reported on the last episode, he's uh, full-time WCW now. And he caps it off with a win. He's going to face Liger at Starcade. Yeah, so during the math, he would have been 21 years old here. Yeah. He would have, in fact, he would have just turned 21. Yeah, I mean, just a decent match that. Like, it's not been a bad show for matches. I mean, we had one like quite dire match really, which is a shame because mm. considering it was fucking a Dean Lankor match, <laughs> you expect a little bit more. Just random well, old ladies in the crowd here. <laughs> they were well happy. <laughs> So, funny thing, like, I were actually watching uh, Everybody Goes Raymond uh, yeah. uh, a few days ago, and it's the, it's the episode where Robert got, uh, he's, uh, he's been uh, scouted by a modeling agency, but it's not, not a real one. They go to the interview and all that, and he was on about doing voice, voice things, and he actually just said, I could do Tony the Tiger, and he goes, right, like that, and fucking hell, he sounded just like Lee Marshall. <laughs> he was brilliant. He also did the uh, this is CNN thing as well. The, he, obviously, uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Brad Garrett, that's his name. Uh, yeah. He's a tall guy and he's got a really deep voice as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fucking brilliant. What did you watch that on? 
Uh, all four. Oh, all four? Yeah, it's on all four. All oh, right. All of it. I didn't know they were on there. Well, I said all of it. There's one episode that which isn't on there. And that's where um, Robert uh, starts hanging around with Judy outside of work. And he basically becomes black. Starts acting black. The ah. It's not on there. Now, granted, yeah, it is an insensitive topic, but... It, with most of the episodes, it said this episode con- contains outdated humor. It was warning beforehand. It's like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like they make. I, I, I've watched all, I watched it right from start to end, and there's a hell of a lot worse that is said in that show. A hell of a lot worse, and a lot yeah. of icky assertions to Robert being gay, and and what have you. Like I don't think. A, a white guy acting like he's black is the worst thing, especially mm. when all he's really doing is saying a few things that a black guy, a black person will say, but it's not an insensitive thing that they're saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just so weird that they just decided to not have that episode on. Mm. I mean, I had to just find, I just watched a dodgy stream of that instead. <laughs> yeah, you were obviously watching the minority. You kind of need it, don't yeah. You? It's so weird because Channel 4 you never used to give a fuck about offending anybody. I know. What do you think Frankie Boyle made his fucking name? I mean, I suppose now with the way... There's obviously... They've had the threats of privatisation as well, so they have to yeah, be like yeah. told a certain line because if, if they didn't and they just started allowing all this to happen, it looks like then the government haven't banged for rights and just said, this is why we need to privatise you. Like, I, So I can understand it from that perspective. Like, but... You know, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for, you know, if something is insensitive, outdated, what have you, just mark it as insensitive and outdated. You know, don't censor it. Yeah. You know, leave it to the consumer. Yeah, leave it to the consumer. I mean, granted, yeah, I think there's certain things that really should not be shown these days, like, but I, I don't think that kind of thing is one of them. Kevin Sullivan hasn't painted his eyebrows on he means business I that he doesn't <laughs> oh is he going to wrestle on Anderson again I thought Orin would have retired by now no, I know he ends up with a really bad I mean they've alluded to the fact that he's he's badly injured it's like yeah. Jesus Christ take time off Orin come on like, I love you dude but come on I know I did say something controversial saying that I was very underwhelmed by the guy, but, you know, it's really weird. He gets injured, and he's putting in some really good performances recently. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably because he's realised in the twilight of his career, so he's just going all for broke. Yeah. He's yeah, basically going until he breaks it. down. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Right, so you said Kevin Sullivan means business because he had paints his eyebrows. Like, I'm going to say he means business because he's not wearing yellow boots. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing fucking... I can't tell if the boy were purple here. I think they're purple. Yeah, they look, I think they were purple. Yeah, they've got a tint of purple in them. Jesus Christ! Wow. Fucking throw his chair right to his face. <laughs> yeah, you actually showed, uh, sent that video of the the brawl in the IHOP. We're at IHOP. Uh, like, a Waffle House of some sort. I can't remember what it were now. It might have been Waffle House, yeah. Uh, 
in America where a woman would just throw a fucking chair at one of the staff members <laughs> and she was like, you know, you, you, you sent me the video with the AR uh, John Cena inside it as well, like, you know, yeah. which is real good. I actually watched the whole fucking thing of that video because uh, Matt Coon had actually retweeted it mm. and Jesus fucking Christ, like, she no sold an actual chair being fucking thrown at her like that. Yeah. I'd like to see her in a bra with Arn Anderson. <laughs> and then right at the end, she's like, come on, come on, like some more after all that. Fucking hell, fucking America. Jesus Christ. You never see that shit over here. No, no. Again, like I said to you, I think there's like more laws like over here than what there is in America in terms of like a staff member reacting. Oh, there is for everything, isn't there? Like, look at fucking redundancies and shit like that and being fired. Yeah. Like, we're, we're so protected over here, whereas in America, you could be fucking, you could be let go for anything. But yeah, you could fucking, and like, that's it. But you can get involved in a brawl like that and just fucking. Probably got a raise. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you couldn't do that here. Oh, Mark Curtis just took a right, a left hand. Is he going to disqualify? Oh, oh shit! Oh. <laughs> he pancakes him! Fucking hell, that's a great self for Mark Curtis. He's just fucking... He looks like he's died, the way he would eat. <laughs> the way he sold Bit that. Bit considering he's I know, dead. I know he did, that's why I paused... I, I know he said, that's why I paused for a split second. But he sold it like he's died. That's my point, he's... <laughs> it's just flat out. What the f... <laughs> I actually missed what happened though. I thought Arna grabbed his crotch and he didn't. He, he was meant to punch his crotch, but it kind of looked like a grab. Only action Kevin Sullivan's going to be getting. And here comes... Hugh Morris. Fucking hell! <laughs> Happy days. Ran straight into that DDT. Oh, people are popping. I can. Oh, there's Dominic Mistoss. I mean, uh, Conan. Right, so that would mean nothing to you, Mark. Uh, I'll send you a picture of Dominic Mysterio uh, from last night. And we, why I just said Dominic Mysterio, not Conan. He's got the fucking oh, wooden chair. Jesus Christ. Well, what the fuck was going on there? <laughs> I did see one of Dom last week where he was wearing like a a teardrop. Yeah, yeah. Because he spent all of like fucking two hours in the prison. <laughs> so I'm gonna send you a, a picture through signal right now of Donut Mysterio in his getup from last night. Oh yeah, that's definitely cool. <laughs> oh dear. Fuck you, weird. This is so fucking weird. There is one thing though, like Damien Priest, uh, ever since uh, Scott Hall's passing last year, Damien Priest has always done, you know, the 
the walk where he puts his arms out, you know, yeah. and just like does the thing. Darren Priest does that in every single single entrance now. Wow. He only does it for a split minute, but he does it. He also on his attire, you, you probably can't see it in that picture. You might actually be if you see it, but you can actually see the uh, the drips on the front and the back. So he's just had a constant tribute to Scott Hall ever since, and he right. does the outside his edges as finisher. So there you go. Yeah, you can see the drips on his wrists. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you can, yes. But yeah, he's paid, he's paid a, he's had a, just like this constant off to to uh, Scott Hall ever since his passing, which I really really like. He does a really good fucking outside his edge as well. Really good outside his head. I mean, he is a big guy, granted, but yeah. Scott Hall was his favourite wrestler, so there you go. Like, heavily inspired by the guy. Also, by the way, Damien Priest, he's, he, he had the best sell for a ball shot I've ever seen in wrestling. It, it actually happened at uh, Clash at the Castle. It basically, he were, he were on the guardrail and he got pulled down and landed on it. And instead of, you know, the always sell where people just hold the balls and just scream and all that, you know, eyes short, mouth agape. Like, all he did, he just sat there and he would basically, like, he acted like he would just, he'd bit a hot chip. He was just going, <laughs> Like, because that is how you'd act. If mm. you had got hit in the ball, you don't go, ah, you go, ooh, you fucking keel over. And you go, <gasps> you lose your breath. You lose your breath. It was fucking perfect, and it was hysterical at the same time. That's why I loved it. So we got fucking uh, <laughs> got the Steiners calling out Sting here. The fucking crowd are going hysterical, and and Scott is still in that get up. Yeah, <laughs> Sting's yeah, fucking that shit. Sting's running down. Yeah, fucking slowly walking down. No selling the gimmick, brother. Man, that must be so fucking frustrating. Oh, because there's a fake sting there as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course, NWR. So. So the fake sting's in the ring with a bat. The real sting's about to get in the ring being offered to get in the ring by the fake stink. This is so weird. So oh, we're all friends. So that is Jeff Farmer still, isn't it? Yeah. Because when he when he when it was shorter sting, uh he did a really good rendition. Here they do not look alike. It's like even the face paint's bad. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the point. Because like, the shirt's different as well. Uh, oh, so maybe, but like, they don't even look... Like, you can tell this, they're different. They're different people. Like, beforehand, he made a really good carbon copy, but now, not so much. Of course. Ah, oh, brilliant. Okay, fair do. I liked it. Brilliant. He just creamed him, apparently. <laughs> I've <laughs> never heard that. Hey, 
I was just about to say that's the statement, but he, Tony just said it himself. That's the message to the NWO. So I was really wondering where they were going with that. So just kind of like you know, I I just thought it was going to be like a, a cross of the clown type situation. You know, fucking I'm seeing double here, four stings. Like I thought they were just <laughs> going to do like the switcheroo type thing. No, no, no. They teased it and didn't go for it. So I like it. I like it a lot. Fucking hell. Imagine fucking having to walk through all that, but you've got to completely yeah, stay. Yeah, all muted. the fans fucking running after you as well. Just yeah. so insane. You never see that in wrestling anymore. No. But it's one thing being able to talk and say, like, excuse me or whatever, but he has to stay silent. Yeah. And his coat pulled off him and everything. Crowd went absolutely fucking nuts up with the uh, scorpion death drop as well. Oh, I can't wait. Who the fuck is that? Just in case anybody's wondering. So, uh, who are, the fuck uh, were you on about then? The guy, the guy actually doing the advert. You know the. Oh right, uh, Christmas decoration. I thought you were on about the guy in the elf costume. Yeah, that's who we're on about. Yeah. Oh that. NWO theme, so they're not going to be best pleased. Let's see what happens. Red carpet's out. Hogan don't care. Ah, Elizabeth. See, I think it, it, it must be a it must be a, a woman thing. Sorry, I'm just finding a little bit of difficulty trying to remember who the fuck uh, dressed up as an elf in bloody uh, AEW quite recently. <laughs> it's fucking I can't remember his name. It's a it's a bald guy that hangs around with the elites. He always. Oh, fuck knows. I can't remember his fucking name. I, all I can tell you is I do not fucking like the guy. <laughs> Brandon Cutler, that's the one. Brandon Cutler. Yeah. Yeah, he fucking he he dressed he, he dressed up as an elf uh, in one of the fucking like when he were outside and he, he got he got in the uh, in the outs with. Uh, I can't remember who it were from Death Triangle. I think it was the manager. I can't remember his name. Like, you know, just... Uh, no, he did that fucking weird, like, pose. Like, you know, kind of like the Hogan pose. With, the, uh, with uh, one eye flexing the other arm pointed out. But then did that bloody little stutter fucking spin thing. So, thought, what a fucking dick. Like, just... Uh, it's that kind of thing that I just... I don't enjoying wrestling that kind of thing and AEW are doing it a hell of a lot recently so like if I'm fucking like really paid off of how WWE is being presented and I go watch AEW I'm just seeing shit that even I would turn off WWE for like the same thing I'd be turning WWE off for I like fucking yeah. funny in wrestling but that's just stupid again it's a Dan Housen thing right, I just don't get it fuck that I don't get Dan Housen at all You're wrong, Pat. Uh, you're wrong, Hogan, because he isn't. He's not there. Yeah, they know he's not here. So we're going to get a fake Piper. <laughs> There's Jeff Farmer just quickly fucking scrubbing the bloody face paint off. 
He's a man. man with a he's a man's man with a kilt on. But the, uh, the, the the subtitles said he's a man's man with a quilt on. So all I could think of is those really long coats that people wear these days. I've been sitting there. It looks like they've just got a fucking quilt and just start wrapping themselves around in it. In his hometown of Charlotte. That's not his fucking hometown, is it? It's from Canada. Exactly. In fucking Rick Flair's hometown. Good effort, effort, Auburn. He didn't live in Charlotte. <laughs> that's one thing for sure. That's just so weird. Odd. Yeah. So, right. This is definitely the last of... There's no main event after this, is there? What time are we on? We've got 10 minutes left. Nah, I would have thought so. Yeah, there can't be a main event because I really expected <laughs> really expecting the Fez of Fear to go up against Hall and Nash, but yeah, that's definitely not happening if Hogan's out at this point. Unless they do that old Nitro adage and, and fucking go off uh, halfway through a match. Well, yeah. It's been known to happen. Liz is trying not to corpse now. Jesus Christ. Weird. So I have to imagine what Eric Bischoff is, is doing backstage. He's fucking, yeah, she's covered him out. She laughed. Yeah, he's probably just fucking destroyed his bloody office at this point. He's even he's even having a go at himself for uh, for corpsing earlier. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> he didn't even know what to say there, did he? Hollywood maniacs. Oh, he ran out the back door as he came. Oh, for God's. Jesus Christ. You didn't need to go through all of that just to say you ran out the back door when you came in. You know he's not here. Mm. Just say, like, start it with, when I got here, Piper, uh, Piper ran out. Okay, fair enough. You just acted like you knew you were here just to say, no, he ran out. What a waste of fucking three minutes of promo.
Yeah, but he's not a challenger. No, he's not. What's he challenging for? <sighs> Bragging rights. The title's not on the line at Starcade. That's that's been established. It's not for the title. NWO rights. Nope. That don't work either, dude. No. Right, seriously, so now we're gonna have the fucking pause down. There's seven minutes left. This is gonna be seven minutes of fucking pausing. I mean, this is WCW. In seven minutes, you can get a match out. Yeah. They generally don't go over three minutes of most matches, so. Like, you know, you could get a match in. You could get a cruiserweight match in here, right? Yeah, to be fair, notoriously bad WCW tag team matches. You probably don't want to give them any more than three minutes. Fair point. Yeah, let's get to the tag match. Please. Easiest money some of these people ever make. Just come to the ring with me, stand there, and leave. Yep. Giants like, damn, I got paid 50 G's for this. Wow, they really are having the tag match. I was seriously dreading that. I seriously thought they were going to go all out and just have Hogan pause for seven fucking minutes. Yeah, they probably just left that music on for yeah. like seven minutes, yeah. You didn't need to stop it. Oh, that actually is the Bash of the Beach uh, attire. I thought it was the other stuff. It's not. The other stuff? <laughs> yeah. The other red ones, he had. I think he had outside uh, in lettering down the side with the tassels. I can't say I remember. They must be later on. So to finish this, because there's only like four minutes left, essentially Faces of Fear are going to come out, Baseball Bat's going to be involved, NWO's going to come out, a few people are going to come out to defend Faces of Fear. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So, you want a live reaction, by the way? Um, the latest that's being reported is that the Saudi deal with WWE is done and they're taking the company private. The Saudi deal is done and they're taking it private? Yes. Well, yes. There was a Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabian consortium that was linked to buy them out. Yeah, well, I remember seeing that because I, I, I tweeted that and said, "Oh, blood money, fantastic! Yeah. It just gets better and better." Yeah. But does that mean Vince is going to stay in? He had a good relationship with them, didn't he? Well, let's just say I think uh, Sami Zayn will be leaving WWE very soon. Then, which is a fucking shame because he was my number one pick to win the Royal Rumble. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was going to win it.
Yeah. So, but Sami Zayn obviously is is uh, is a Canadian Syrian. He, you know, I can't. I just can't see yeah, him sticking around with that. If that's that's the case. What's he doing? So yeah, there we go. Oh. <laughs> so basically, Eric Bischoff foreshadowed this by saying he's in black and white. He's wearing black. Yeah. Sorry. He's not turned on WCW because faces if he went WCW. Oh, he is Kevin Sullivan. Now people are, people are like, which side is he on? <laughs> Fucking hell, Kevin. Yeah. So basically, we just got a classic brawl to go off here. It's not too bad. Yeah. I don't mind a brawl now and then. I mean, I, I I didn't say this at the beginning. This is the only way you can fucking do it in four minutes. Pretty much. <laughs> Sorry. The giant runs through the fucking ring and he's like, oh, yeah, better slow down as I walk up the steps. <laughs> fucking hilarious. He's going to be here all night. Six doing nothing again. Bit player. Regal's here. To twat six. <laughs> Basically, whoever was on the show tonight is out. Yeah, Jerry Flynn's here yeah. to kick somebody. Right, WCW were known for taking everybody on the road. Wouldn't you think, like, oh yeah, we could at least send out John Tenter? <laughs> Ice train. Oh well. Who's? Oh, it's Scott Norton. So, oh, there you right, are. Right. So. So he's wearing a blue t-shirt, and you can tell he's packing something underneath that. So he can't. No. No. Yeah, but there's no great reveal here, is there? Because no, there's maybe too much not. going on. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not great. Maybe not. Maybe he's just put on a bit of weight then. Oh, Dave's here. Dave's, why is Dave fighting with Steve McMichael? Oh, for fuck's sake, Dave's fucked it up. <laughs> right, so it's actually surprising that Scott Norton's fighting with the NWO when it's apparently supposed to have been established that he is. Oh, here comes Sting. Oh, intrigue. Because Owen put his nope. hands on him. That's it. Yep. You've got to defend yourself, haven't yep. you? Yep. Good intrigue. Very well done. I like it. Fucking oh, hell. Ray, come on. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Not doing, not doing this. No. That is a fucking great, great end. Love it. Didn't expect that at all. Just expected the brawl just to take us off her. Nah, Sting comes in. Arm puts his arm, uh, arm, arm on him. That's it. He's got to defend himself. That's yeah. it. The intrigue. Fucking brilliant. 
That's how you do it. Not bad. Not bad at Not all. Bad at all. We like it. Yeah. Not a bad show this week. That was alright, yeah. Right, yeah. Like, I think the lull, the lull is the Dean Malenko match, sadly, and, and Hogan's promo. Yeah, that's it. Everything else, top notch. Yeah. You know, real good brawl, real good intrigue. Really like it. Maybe we should have these hiatuses more often. <laughs> yeah, we got a fucking good show then, don't we? <laughs> I mean, I just saw the um, the screen cap for the next episode and uh, it shows Eric Bischoff dressed as Robbie Piper. So, yeah. that can only be a good show. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, on that note, I guess we'll just, uh, I guess we'll sign off and we'll... Uh continue on for A's to WCW Nitro in the next episode so why don't you yeah in about five weeks tuned? time <laughs> in about five weeks time <laughs> no it will be a lot sooner just keep your eyes peeled okay right. turn your notifications on get it auto downloaded you know and then we'll just be there first thing in the morning ready and waiting for you on that note uh, we'll see you for another episode of the Dad Chip Podcast bye